Okay, well, if you think about, I remember I had, there was a lot of books I was assigned in school yeah. growing up. Yeah. The one that I actually read, I was like, like, I actually really wanted to finish reading. Yeah. It's called A Brave New World. Yeah. I read that actually last year. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like that freaks me out. Dude. Aldous Huxley, he's an yeah. interesting guy. Dude, holy crap. Like, yeah, you are born to do what you do. Like, you might live a very long time. You're programmed. You're not human. Being human means you make your own decision, you make your own yeah. choice, you take your own risk. Yeah. But no, you're not, that's not what it is. You're programmed to be a specific thing. Yeah. Being human isn't just having, you know, skin wrapped around your organs and blood flowing through your heart. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. There's a soul, you know. Take the soul out of the equation. Are you even human anymore? You know? No, you're not. Uh, you're not. So, yes, if, if it ever became that advanced, yeah. humanity is over. Humanity in the sense where humanity in the sense where uh, you know the, whatever it would be would be something different. It would yes. be completely different. Be different. Like it would throw humanity would be we would recognize society. It, the, the definition, even if humanity was still used as a phrase, yeah, it, the definition would be changed entirely. So you know, like, yeah, and they'd look back on us and criticize the hell out of us. And yeah, but yeah, I agree with you. That's why I, that's the whole point I was trying to make. Try to add something that far fetched to what we hold as standards is too far fetched. Yeah. We can only hi- hi- what is it? hypothesize. Yeah. Hypothesize what it would be like because all of these things you guys are talking about are standards that we hold our own selves to. A society is space gray where hey dude, you're the engineer who manufactures the metals and shit that that makes people lives and come up. Guess what? <laughs> yeah, that's all you do. Well, imagine being that and not having an obligation to eat food, to think for yourself, to yeah. sleep. You don't have to sleep anymore. Right. You don't have to procreate. Yeah. Like right. all these, all the, everything that constitutes being a human. Yeah. Is off the table now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You are a machine at that point. No, 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 no. But but, but add a, add an extra layer to that. We program machines to do that shit for us. Exactly. So now we're, we're programmed. We at that point we would have already managed to program ourselves into machines. No, no, no. Like, what's no, the cost? No, no, no. Of... I mean, because AIs, we can easily just program AI. We are that advanced. A computers can do it for us. We can program a computer to think just as complex as you can think. And we've created virtual reality to the point where you can create your own damn universe and get God upon of your own little virtual universe. Imagine what that would do. We're only we're only we're only basing our perspective of the future based off of technology that's at hand right now. We don't know what the fuck it's gonna look like. Whatever that is, it would yeah. probably look at us and think, "Wow, what a waste of resources." Not even that, because we look at the old, like we look at Romans, like, "What the fuck were they smoking?" You know, we look at, but even then, that's as far as back as recorded history that we can go back yeah. and go, "Hey." There's a standard in society and what they believe and thought was right was completely fucked and what they thought was wrong, you know, all of that shit. So it's like trying to, that's what sci-fi is all about. It's just trying to imagine what the fucking future is and what you think it's going to be. Because just like we talked about mortality and being human and being programmed and all that stuff is one one outcome. Another outcome could be, uh, what is it, uh, quantum leap or fucking... <laughs> Star Trek, or you know, I wouldn't say Star Wars. That's just fucking sci-fi fantasy. But any one of these aspects, if you, I could name a bunch of different genres of sci-fi that you guys have probably never seen, but 
there's many aspects of society or, or, or how it can how it all can turn out. You know, mm-hmm. because what if you don't even have a body anymore? They just they just birth you, like the Matrix. Yeah. They birth you as a battery and they plug you into a virtual reality that simulates reality. And how yeah. you won't know the difference between reality and what's real and what's not. And then what's reality at that point? What you can see or what's real? That's yeah. how do you know what's real is the danger. Of that, <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Have you guys? Have you guys given actual uh, consideration to the possibility that this is a simulation and that we're like some kid's Sims game right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could. We could definitely be like, hey, fool! Right I don't want to be right here right now. Why am I not Elon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, be better at the game. Click A, damn it! <laughs> click A. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that, that's the whole point I'm trying to make. Like, hypothetically, like, what are the dudes, like, in Clash of Clans, the ones that are, like, building and stuff? Like, yo, make me a freaking dragon. What are you doing? You know? But Can't you be better at the game, dude? Yeah. (laughs) This shit sucks, bro. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I don't don't know, man. When you start having, like, super deep conversations like this, you you start to see people's, like, aspects in, in, in quantum reality and, like, how they see things. And it's like, well, how far are you? How how much are you stuck in what you think is gonna happen versus how how loose can you think things can be? You know? That kind of reminds me of what you were saying earlier. Is like the Marine Corps taught you to just sort of appreciate life and to live it as fully as, as possible. Right, because, right. Because man, like, we don't know. Like, right. this this might be it. Right, right. This might be all and, we get. Right, and the, and it, you see outside of the box. Yeah. You see what political power can do. Yeah. You can see what one guy's opinion on something can turn, can have the power of thousands of people's lives. Yeah. And, and then you see what one dude's invention can turn into millions of people's deaths. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, people like to play light, uh, light loose with life, but it's like, no, they can't. They're, they're Not with their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the human American would take a lot of shit for fucking granted, but like, this shit really can come to effect on the things we see. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, war zone and bombs being dropped and you look at yeah. the country like, look at this fucking people. But yet still we can't fucking get over the fucking There's been a lot of movies that us versus right them yeah. type bullshit. Yeah. It's like yeah, I, I, uh, it's very fragile. Yeah. The society as a whole is very fragile because it's it's a loose agreement that everybody agrees to adhere to. Yeah. A loose set of rules that we all simply follow. And then some people are like, no, fuck that shit. Yeah. And then it's like, no, nah, dude, you gotta, you gotta follow the rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that's then, human and nature. Then, and then government comes in because that's what government is supposed to be to stop those people from being like, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, but if enough people can become disenfranchised from that system, then, like, why wouldn't they revolt? You know? Yeah, but then, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. what happens. Exactly. But government as a whole is supposed to be like, all right, guys, what do we all think? Yeah. Should we do this or should we not do this? Hey, go eat. And the politicians are supposed to be our advocates that go, hey, my constituents have this idea to do this. Can we do it? Does it or first off, is it a good idea? Yeah. Nah. Why is it not a good idea? Because of this. Why is it a good idea? Because of that. That's why the pros versus the cons. Pros outweigh the cons. All right, cool. Can we afford it? Yeah, no. Can we afford it? Yeah. But we have cut costs here. It, no one does that. Politics is all about... Scoring political points and culture war bullshit. Not, no one's really doing 
perpetuating your own uselessness. Yeah, like, no one's really yeah, doing like, what they're supposed to be doing in positive. At least in America, they're not supposed. To, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. No one gives. I don't give a shit. There, is, there shouldn't even be. To be honest with you, there shouldn't be political parties. There really shouldn't. There should be. be, nice. be yeah. There should be. Hey, I have this idea. There should be. I agree with those people who want to be very frugal with their money and people who are very ideology. Oh, oh no, what's the word? I'm just, shit. <laughs> uh, very uh, optimistic and very idol. Ideologic. Yeah, ideologic. People who like, I love this idea for the idea's sake. And then there's people who are like, "Hey, can we afford that idea? I need both of those guys." Absolutely. And then have those both both those parties get into the room and go, "Hey, this is a good idea. You guys agree? Yeah, it's a good idea. Can we afford it? Yes, we can. Or no, we can't. We can't only afford this so much amount. Well, that's what Let's implement." Let's implement this much and then see what happens. Let's implement. Did it work? Yeah. Okay, cool. What were the downsides? These are the downsides. Let's try to eliminate those downsides. That's how it's supposed to work. Process of improvement. Right now, it's like, fuck those guys because fuck those guys. Why? Because we say fuck those guys. We'll make up a fucking bullshit-ass cultural war gripe and say fuck those dudes because they believe in this thing when you're labeling the whole swath of the population. Under some one dude's thing that you made, the whole thing is corrupt, stupid, and fucking pointless because they're all acting like high school students when they're supposed to be fucking adults taking care of real serious situations. So that's the way I I imagine, not even imagine. That's how government is supposed to fucking work, based off of what society look at, not based off of a definition some fucking professor who's fucking partisan and whatever the fuck made up some shit. That's how it's supposed to work. But it doesn't work that way. You know, it's sad because I think there's supposed to be this tension between the different philosophies and how we see things. Right. Like, there's there's supposed to be this interplay between all the different philosophies instead of this idea that us versus them. Like, yeah. my ideas are superior, theirs are inferior. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. They're they're all necessary. Mm-hmm. Like, we actually need for these things to counterbalance each other right. properly so that we can find, so we can broker the right thing. Right. That maximally benefits everybody. Right. Like there is no perfect world. Desert. There's no utopia. Let's let's let no, go of this idea of no, utopia. No, 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 utopia no, no, doesn't no, exist. No, it's bullshit. Because your your utopia is different from everyone else. Yeah. So unless you have your own individual universe, you are the main character, and everyone else is NPCs. That's that's called video games. Yeah. Put a bow on it. Yeah. Michael. Um, I've always thought the best continuum on which to look at this thing is this idea of conservatism and progressivism because yeah. there's this there's this beautiful tension between the two there's there's a group of people who want to conserve something because they feel they think they have something of value right but then there's other people who are struggling and hurting right. and need progress they need for things to be different right ideologically these two are never necessarily going to agree right somebody wants to hold on somebody wants to let go right they have to interact with each other they have to there has to be this give and take in order to make things work right and one of the things I find so ironic about the public dialogue we hear and have it here in America is that, and I think social media is kind of responsible for this, mm. you have people who occupy different landscapes talking to each other as if they're in the same place, and they're not. Yeah. And there's so many levels of analysis on which this is true. Yeah. It could be race, it could be geography, it could be social status, it could be a number of different things. But if you are separated too far by these things, you have no business pretending you live in the same universe. Yeah. You basically don't. You're in a different world. So for me to race it, for me to talk to a dude from Racistville, Alabama, as if like I understand what he's going through. Yeah. I don't. 
Like, yeah. I'm in a different world than you. Like, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for me to diminish that person's problems and suggest that that's not real, and he needs to just pull himself up by his bootstraps. Like, Which is a bullshit ass fucking It's story. absolutely bullshit yeah. because I am not part of the same circumstances that he's enduring. Yeah. So, whatever it is I'm trying to hold on to and conserve yeah. may be in contest with whatever it is he desperately needs to progress. Right. And there, there needs to be this beautiful tension that comes with kind of circle back what you said, humility. Like, yeah. we have to be humble enough to understand and empathetic enough to understand that I don't know what the other guy is going through. Right. I don't. And I think we're so obsessed with this this idea that the world is scarce and that resources are scarce and that it's it's a zero-sum game. Either I win and you lose. Yeah. Or, the, or you know, there's no alternative to that. Yeah. And I never got that. There's so much you can just say, man. <laughs> Yeah, along with the humility thing that you wanted to say, we also need to to realize that we need to respect data and the subject matter experts. Yeah. Okay, if a dude went to school to study the thing that he studied, I'm going to trust what the fuck he says because he went to school to study the thing that he studied. Especially if he's been on the job for years and he knows what the fuck he's talking about. I'm not going to take some dude's opinion who's never dealt with that and be like, nah, that dude's bullshit. Why? What? Okay, so take this for example. <clears throat> Construction guy builds your house. He says the house is clean and good. And some other dude walks by and says, nah, man, I wouldn't go in the house because that shit, that shit was whack. You gonna believe the dude that built your house who knows what the fuck he's been doing? Got You can track it. You can, you can, you can get his track record. See the houses that he's built. See his, you know, better business bureau fucking all, search and everything else. You gonna believe this dude who just walked down the street and said, hey, that house looks ass. Yeah, but that dude read three Facebook articles. Yeah, fuck that, fuck that dude. I'm like, but the whole point is we put those same dudes on the same pedestals as if it's one one opinion over the other. And it's like, no, the fuck it's not. They're not even remotely close to the goddamn same. This dude over here needs to shut the fuck up because he, he just walked down the street and didn't like your fucking house and said something versus the guy who knows some shit. Now, if it was another guy on the same level, it was like, I don't know, man. The architectural design of the house looks ass, and he's on the same level of qualifications, I can go, okay, cool. I got two opinions of the same qualifications. I might need to get a third. Instead of just taking somebody else's opinion for it as if they know what the fuck they're talking about. That shit hurts the fuck out. That's the sad thing about kind of the public rhetoric these days with people, the way that they communicate and the way that we spread misinformation. Is yeah. How how can we actually how can a reasonable person even get to the bottom of it anymore when there's so there's such a harmony a disharmony of voices speaking right now yeah like getting to the truth people don't people don't have any uh they, we don't prize honesty anymore and integrity no. anymore journalists don't even have integrity anymore these guys are they're jokers like they're just manipulating people as much as they can you know just clickbaiting us into you know buying their bullshit yeah, yeah. no I I agree with you and disagree on that. I agree with you on the media. Journalists themselves, that's a loose concept because when you're trying to say, like, journalists, who are you talking about? You're talking about the face that you see on the news because those people aren't journalists. Those are the, those are the, the, the personalities. That Sadly, you... journalists has been eroded to the extent that, like, yeah. it, it doesn't have a lot of, like... I'm talking about the guys who write the fucking articles, who give them, the, the, those people who are on TV, the data... You know that that took the time, like the Rachel Maddows and the fucking I don't know uh, who the fuck's on Fox News. Uh, I have no idea. Anybody on Fox News or anybody on MSNBC or CNBC that you see on the TV, they're not on the ground. They're not the ones doing the research. They're not the guys that are, are looking up the information. 
they're the people who are supposed to serve the king. They're they're opinion pieces, and that's the part that I feel like the news as a whole needs to di- differentiate. This dude who's on TV giving you his opinion is not factual. He is giving you his fucking opinion. The dude who actually went outside and got the data, they need to go, this is factual. And when they fuck up on their facts, they need to be as loud as they were when they fucked up. So don't go out and say, hey, fucking grandmas are out here shooting people in the face with shotguns. And then you do the research to find out, oh, no, it's not grandmas. It's a bunch of, you know, mass murderers dressed up in grandma costumes. (laughs) You need to be just as loud when you say grandmas are out here shooting people in the face with shotguns. Just be as as loud. And correct your, and then these people who are opinionated, they definitely need to, I feel like we're a land of the free. People can say whatever they want. But when you're in a position of power like that, there need to be consequences when you're out here spreading falsity and disinformation. I feel like there needs to be, uh, just like you can file a defamation lawsuit against someone who's just out here slandering your name, they need to get the same treatment. You're out here spreading some shit that's a lot, that's a lot to the point where people just die. And you're affecting people's livelihoods, you fucking shitty and you gas. I can go down the street all day and say, I want to punch babies in the face. I'm not actually punching babies in the face. And yeah, I may be able to get in trouble for that, but I have the freedom in this country to do that. But if somebody's on the TV and you force babies out there, it's a problem. <laughs> 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 you need to go to your nearest hospital, newborns. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm image of like that guy. Headline needs news. Needs to go to jail. Yeah. I'm sorry. We we have covered some distance here. <laughs> <laughs> we went from you are talking welcome. about you are welcome punching babies in the face. Humanity. I'm just I'm just saying that guy <laughs> needs to get taken off of the air. There needs to be serious consequences for, for you lying about punching babies in the face. Mm. Especially when the data doesn't back you up. It's tricky, man, because data can tell a lot of different stories depending on how you slice it. Yeah, so yeah I hear you on that, but That's it's just black and white. Like, have you heard of the, the stupid term they came up with, alternative facts? You know? No, fuck it's that. Like, There's no alternative facts. Sadly, though, like I understand what why that concept exists because yeah. you can you can choose to look at things a certain way yeah. and tell a story that is actually efficacious within this confine. Yeah. But by restricting the data to this set. Yeah. But then, if you open up the doors and you see a broader spectrum of possibilities, right? Then the, a different story can emerge. Right. You know, or you can limit it to a different data set and you can come up with a very efficacious position from a different data. It's a, but, it's still legitimate data. It's just not all of the data. This is the problem of too much data. Yeah, I agree you on that. Pandora's box has been open. We can't close it. Anymore. But I agree, I agree with you on that, but it goes back to that point of process of improvement. Hey, this is the data we put out. Was it right? Yeah, no, it wasn't right because of this factor and this factor and this factor. How can we improve this data so that it reflects the actual reality? Not what the fuck we want. Is to the problem from. though is from both sides, but not even. I mean, it's everywhere. It's not just one or the other. Oh no, it's from all everywhere. over the fucking place. But it's even that's the, both the thing. Sides. It's, all, it's, it's not what side. you just said right now. Yeah. Though, about people going, let's look at the data and uh, oh, we need a more realistic data point. Yeah. That is gone. Whatever somebody, you know, they, I'm not saying there's no legitimate people who are trying to do as much data and get the most accurate answer possible. I'm not saying that those people don't exist. Yeah. Because those are the definition of good humanity or good, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They're, those they're people called do podcasters. Exist. But exactly. But exactly. But there's 
a lot of people out there who will intentionally, you know, um, let's go and do a survey of how many people think, like, let's say there's a group of people who want the high risk, and this is a weird analogy, I know. But this was actually a question on my older, my older sister. Well, my, well, my, my older, my older sister's um, class. They they asked her, is this a would this be biased or non-biased? She wanted my help. Yeah. And it said uh, a reporter goes and asks a bunch of farmers who live in very rural land what they think about the highways. Is that biased or non-biased? It's biased because they don't use the damn highways. They don't. They can say whatever. They can be like, oh, it's great, it's fantastic. Yeah, no, no worries. You know. That's biased in the sense where they're not the ones actually in it. That would be like somebody going, "What do you think about working at PHS?" You don't even freaking work at PHS. Uh, it's like it don't, it doesn't. You can't ask that person that because they're not the ones using it. So let's say I go ask five hundred farmers yeah. who never use the damn highways. Yeah. What do you think of LA County freeways? Um. Yeah, no problem with them. No. Yeah, because you don't freaking use them. And then they go and put publish five hundred people out of. Uh, 501 because they asked one damn person about the freeways and the traffic and the rush hour traffic yeah in LA County yeah they asked one person that actually uses them about the traffic and they say it's garbage uh -huh. but then they say out of 501 people 500 people said they don't mind the traffic in LA County and those 500 so what people that, that is so what you're saying is they're telling the truth dishonestly exactly That's and what that doing. is humanity and it happens all the That's time humanity. no I, I, I agree with you on that but you also just admit it to the point where they're not being honest. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. You Exactly. But the, the whole point is you're slicing data now, that is not relevant. Exactly. Now we have to be a, a, as objective as possible in order to give proper data. Uh, of if course. If you're giving corrupt data, then yeah. it's data that's not relevant. Of you, course. You, you use it but as here's yeah. here's the thing though. Of course, of course, you're you're absolutely. I one hundred percent. If we could somehow magically tell people, hey, uh, you know, some kind of some magic spell that said, we're going to make every single person honest. We're going to have them get relevant people to answer these questions. Right. We're going to have relevant facts and information about the freaking congestion in L.A. County on the freeways, the 91 freeway. Yeah. Um, cool. But every single person, good. Mo uh, there's a lot of bad people in the world. Let's be real. Yeah. They, depending on their own opinion, own beliefs will will do their best to purposefully sway from objective thinking and objective interviews or objective whatever surveys yeah to put their point across that's the poison that exists and in order for it to be exactly what you're saying yeah you would have to take away the human factor entirely because yes, there are honest people, and even if people like, oh yeah, I like to pick. Nobody likes congestion on LA traffic, and of course that was a weird question that my sister had, but I thought of it, you know, um, you know. But let's say somebody was like, oh, I just want the freeways to stay the same, yeah. you know. Of course they're gonna go and ask people who they think would never use the freaking freeways. Yeah. They're gonna publish it, and people are gonna be like, oh, wow, look at that statistic study that nobody really gives a shit. Like, no, that's not how it is. But now this person accomplished their goal of, you know, um. Are wanting to keep the freeways the way they are, not wanting to freaking develop them or whatever it might be. There is a lot of that and only gets worse with time. But that is nothing new. That's been around for a long time. That's human nature. You yeah. know what I think undermines this to a very, very deep degree and yeah. why I think we need to put a primacy on just general honesty. 
And, yeah. and to put a privacy on it, I think to put a pin on it, what I think we need to do yeah. is really hold people accountable when they're caught being dishonest. Right. But that one of the happen. one of the deep problems about human nature, like Andrew's talking about, is yeah. the fact that I don't think we as people are capable of being perfectly transparent with ourselves. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily understand all the motivations that are in competition with inside me. How on earth can I expect to offer perfect, objective, relevant information in, in yeah. my world? Like, and, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm a pretty objective person who works yeah. deeply at trying to navigate towards yeah. the truth. Yeah. There are people far more biased than I am. Yeah. I, and if I can't thing. be honest with myself, how can we ever really get to the bottom of this thing? Yeah. I, I agree with you on that aspect. I was telling him earlier about, uh, you know what Wizard's First Rule is? Wizard? Yeah, Wizard's First Rule. No. People are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this wizard? It's just a... Um, it's the same. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, it, it, it argues back to a book my mom uh, told me to read when I was a little kid. Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Legend of the Sea. Okay. Uh, it's a fantasy novel book. Uh, uh, the whole point is we as a society have been pushing a mean, mean type of mentality to the point where a whole generation is basically possible for itself. Don't worry about societal standards. Don't give a shit about the next guy. Just spread whatever the fuck you got going on. It's all about you. Okay. Same thing with women. I don't give a crap what you got going on. I just want that bag. But it's we have a society have gone and steered away from (laughs) steer away from the bag, right? (laughs) Uh, we as a society as as a whole have steered away from a collective whole. No one everybody says they're American. But nobody says problem. Same thing with Christian. I'm a Christian. Same thing. It's like going back to what you were saying about people stealing your data. That's coming from a person who doesn't want to fix the problem. It's coming from someone who wants to make sure that they can do it. wants to corrupt the data so that they can. It can go both ways. What, what if they're not doing that consciously, though? Like, I think that's the problem with a lot of I people. I mean, I understand that. No, nobody, con- very few people, consciously are bad. But that's the, okay, so using science, uh, using science as an example, you have a hypothesis. There's a process to, to vet out your hypothesis. You you have a control, and you have an uncontrolled uh, experience. <laughs> you need to do the same thing in society. You come in with data. You vet that data out. You don't just take it as numbers and letters and yeses and noes. You go, who did you ask? Where was the population? Where did you get it from? You know, you go, you go that far, and you go, I can't use this data because it's not, it's not relevant, it's not valid, or it's corrupt. You wouldn't ask a population that had nothing to do with the LA population, LA traffic, and you ask them how they felt about it. And you ask one person from LA, you know, about traffic. I can't use that. The same shit with the census. They ask you where, who you are, where you live, who lives in your house, where, where do you live at, and they take that data and they, you know, allocate funds for a specific community, state, county, whatever. This is the same shit with all of this stuff. It's, it's all, uh, it's all coming from a sense of, I don't want to fix shit. It comes from a sense of I want to stay in tradition. I want to keep it the way it fucking is, and people need to grasp a hold of the concept of whatever you fucking think is right, you may feel is right. 
But you can ask the same shit to a Roman back when he was when Rome was at the highest of its power. Hey, do you feel like the actions that you're doing your country, your state, or your whatever you're part of is doing is right? And they were saying the same fucking thing. And they can have traditions that go state back whatever however far back it goes. We as a society as a whole and as human beings need to realize we don't know fucking everything and we are often wrong about a lot of shit that we think is right. And we need to get the fuck out of our own ways and go, hey, maybe there's a better way of fucking doing this shit. Just like at our at just like at our job, PHS. Fucking oh sorry. Fucking <laughs> there was a lot of shit wrong that I would constantly raise my hand and be like, hey, maybe we should do it this way. Hey, maybe we should do it this way. Hey, this is wrong. Go ahead. Uh, shit. Fought tooth and nail to fix things because people were like, oh, that's just how it always been. And it's like, no, it hasn't. Because I would hear about tools that existed back in the day that could fix this exact problem, but we don't have any. We don't know what it is. You know, we're running into problems because you want to stay the way it is and you're comfortable with it. And we need to improve this. Yeah, it may be uncomfortable, but life is all about being uncomfortable. It's hard you know to fix. Saying? You were being a kid, you can't. Your, your parents took care of you. You were like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, you were thrown out of the world as a fucking adult. And you're like, holy shit. You know, suck ass. Rent, suck ass. A lot of this shit, suck that. And as a kid, you're like, man, I can't wait to be a fucking adult. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same way. We need to stop being so fucking set in our ways and be able to. Ad- oh, as the as the Marine Corps saying would go, we need to be able to adapt and overcome. Instead yeah. of being so stuck in our fucking ways and being like, ha, I wanted to stay the way it is. And I fucking hate that tradition bullshit. Oh, this is how it always is. This is our tradition. Who no, said you're, you're right. Somebody set it up. This wasn't a thing that has always been here since the beginning of time. Some dude was like, hey, man, it'd be a cool idea if we had a festival on this date at this time. And this is exactly. And but that's the thing. It could tradition. be just as dangerous yeah. the other way around. It could be just as dangerous to say, that's the people that that's the way it's always been. Maybe yeah. that way isn't right. But mm-hmm. the person that says, no, this is the new way. Yeah. This is what's right. Yeah. Let's do this. And yeah. they convince them of that. Yeah. The most extreme example would be, well, the Holocaust. Yeah. Um, you know, another example would I mean there's several examples, you yeah. know. Um the I that term bougie came from a freaking um uh, another word. That was refer, uh, referring to a higher class. Yeah. When Marxism oh, bourge, came about. Bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, the bourgeoisie versus yeah, the proletariat. Versus yeah. Proletari- yeah. Uh, the proletariat. The proletariat. Yeah. You know, and these people were pissed because you know uh, these people were making you know whatever they had more than they did. Uh-huh. You know, and and granted, on my history on this is super, 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 super. Um, so. Uh, uh, I, I very vaguely remember, but I remember they went. That's when Marxism started. Yeah. Was, I'm going to overthrow these fools. You know, let's do a coup. Let's overthrow these people. Right. And what did it turn into? Something a hundred times worse. You know? So you, you're reminding me of my favorite line of all literature. And it was written by Tolstoy, who was alive during exactly what you're describing. Yeah. And this is the very first line in the book, Anna Karenina, which is one of his famous works. Yeah. He says, happy families are all alike, but each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Yeah. And I've always loved that line because what it what it implies is that there are very, very few things that constitute things that work. And yeah. there's an infinite number of ways that things can go wrong. Exactly. One hundred percent. It's so easy to make things worse. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that, but going So back, we need to be humble when it comes to progress. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But based based off of what he was saying earlier, uh the, the point he was just making, 
Oh, let's just throw over through these guys. Did they vet that shit out? They, 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 they had an idea. They, they did it. They did it. They, they, the they probably point. did. They probably thought things will be better. They, you know, things they, will be this. Things will be that. I don't. I, 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 I can a thousand percent sure they had an idea what they thought it was. They did not vet that shit out. Yeah, of course, of course they. Well, that's the thing is. They also thought the, that they were better. They thought that they yeah, were better they than the people were who were. And it's yeah. not about yeah. thinking about better. It's, it's not about trying to make things worse. And they're always going to be cons. There are always going to be cons. Yeah. The whole point is to eliminate as many of them as, as possible. We go, hey, I feel like us use healthcare as an example. Healthcare, everybody should get healthcare. Everybody should have the right to healthcare. Well, how much is that going to fucking cost? It's a good idea. How much is it going to cost? It's going to cost us this much. Well, why is that number so high? Let's, let's dig deep into it. What can we cut back on? What are we using this 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 uh, model on based off of what we have right now? These are the models. Somebody else comes in and says, hey, what about these models? We vet it down, we vet it out. Bow, we got enough. Okay, cool. It's going to cost each American, I'd say, fucking $500 a month. $500 a year, as an example. Okay, cool. Is this better than the current system that we have right now? Well, people who use this system have this. People who use the system that we have now is this much. Okay, cool. So how can we give people the same amount of standards that they're getting now? We do these things. It's all about pros and cons. It's the yeah. same thing with like making a tool. Hey, did it fucking work? Yeah, but it was catching here and it scored there. Well, let's change that design and make it better. It's always going to be a fucking con. But the moment we stop saying, hey, let's improve this shit. Let's just stay in our ways. This is the moment you say, fuck anybody who doesn't like what it is on right now. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's it's, the, it's that same continuum of, of of conserve versus progress. Exactly. There's yeah. some people who want to conserve because they see that the, the progress that these people are lobbying for is at their own expense. And right. It's that zero sum scarcity mindset. Like, yeah. For, for me to be able to excel and to have what I have, yeah. Somebody else, I have to have my foot on top of them. But you know? why does it have to be that way? I, I'm not suggesting yeah, that it yeah. does. I, 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 that's an unhealthy attitude. Right. I don't, I don't want to see the world as zero sum. I don't want to see my benefit to be somebody else's. The problem failure. is when you are, okay, me, I, and I, you know me. It, it, even every time I, I, every time I feel like I'm about to brag about myself, yeah. I have to say, I have to like apologize because I don't like doing that shit. But me as a, you know, as a person, no, no. I feel like generally. I am. I'm actually. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a very. I, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm always open. I mean, I have my beliefs. I have what I agree with. What I disagree with. What I think about certain things. Yeah. I will always. Lewis, you and I have had political discourse. Yeah. Guess what? At the very end, we yeah. shook hands. We went to the bar. The same exact bar. We had political discourse, having a great time talking about Matt and his bullshit. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, it's like you know, it's if everybody. Yeah. We can. I'm about to brag for here. both of us. Yeah. If everybody could just be like us, you know, and come to it, you know, even if we can't, something you just have to agree to disagree. Yeah. But there, there could be a balance where you compensate. Yeah. You know, um, then great. But unfortunately, right. for people like you and me, not everyone's like that. We're on two opposite ends of certain things, very yeah, specific things, very controversial things. Yeah. But guess what? I'm not at work like. Yeah, you guys know that guy Lewis. Fuck that guy. No, never. I've never done that. I've always talked good about you, and I'm sure you know it. You've never been like that about me. So, you know what I mean? But, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not the way it is, you know? But, but the problem is, the problem is when you're, when, when, either way, whether it's my beliefs or beliefs, when yeah. someone is forced into human nature, yeah. 
Like, if we're talking modern day, human change. nature exists. Yeah. You, human nature is to, you know, Damn. you don't like being told what to do. No. You don't. Damn. You know, someone tells you, you need to do this. You know, you're like, no. You know, you're a rebel. See, most people are rebels. Some people like to be told what to do, but most people, you can't, you can't just, um, they don't want to be controlled. And when people start trying to take control of people, yeah. you know, which is something that's going on, you know, yes, more America, of course, it's happened all, all over the place. You know, it's, it's not, it's not exclusive to America, but when people are controlled, that is where, you know, there's the analogy of the lion, you know, you got this lion in the zoo living in a freaking cage. Yeah. Yes. He's fed every day. Yes. He is, you know, um, taken care of. He's going to live. He's in a damn cage. You want to be that lion? You want to be the lion now who has to rely on himself, who has to, you know, um, you know, he's free, but hey, you never know, you know, maybe tomorrow it's not going to be like that. Now, I'm not trying to get off topic or anything. Of course, that's a whole nother conversation. But the point is, if pe the problem is human nature is people are so inclined to hate each other for believing different things, especially nowadays, that the idea that people could be objective, you know, because I mean, I'm not, nobody's perfect, you know, I, is it objective for me at work when people piss me off and for me to just hold it in and explode and then it comes off like this and that? No, but sometimes it happens. That's why I've been trying to change that, yeah. you know, but most but people, it. most people, like you mentioned earlier, are selfish. They have their own self interest. Yeah. Is it in, you know, Brian, I gave, you know, um, here we go again. I'm not some great, fantastic person, but I had a Nintendo Switch. I never, and this is a very small example. I didn't change anybody's life by doing this, okay? But, you know, I had a Nintendo Switch. Never really played the damn thing. Uh, I brought it over here a couple times. Liam played with it, loved it. You know, he got way more use out of it than me. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to just give it. You know, it's hard to get one right now. I'm going to give one. I'm going to give it to them, you know? Um, uh, my nieces and nephews, you know, they have Xbox 360. I, I just, I like to give people things day in at work. I, he had a crappy, I mean, this thing was crap, his TV, but I went to his place, I'm like, dude, what is this, 140p? Um, and so I gave him a TV, but is it in my self-interest to give him this? I could have probably sold it, made some money, yeah. but if people just have the heart to know that, hey, not everything's about you, yeah. you know, show some respect, show some humility, you know. Just, just be. If everybody was just a giving person and, and respected other people, yes. not saying everybody's gonna agree. We're all human, but the problem is now you have people on both sides or multiple sides. There's all kinds of different things nowadays that are so convinced that they're right and 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 whether they are or not, you yeah. have to respect the fact that other people have their own beliefs mm -hmm. and you have a free will to believe in what you want to believe. You are not entitled to hate that person. You know, that's just, that's just how I see it. You know, I have my beliefs. I, a lot of, some of them I'm always, I'm always willing to listen to other people. Some of them I will not play from, you know, but I'm, at the same time, I'm not going to hate somebody for disagreeing with me. And nowadays you're taught someone disagrees with you, screw them. Like, hang on a second. You know, that's not the way it should be because that's what creates the kind of environment we have now. So that's what I got to say about that, you know? <laughs> Well, we can agree on that, man. You yeah, know? no, I, I fucking, man, it's, it's all about human nature. Going back to what I was talking about earlier, like, human nature, like, we all are 
Well, with the sense of morale. Animals don't have morale. They see food, whether it's a living thing or grass, they eat it, you know? So it's all of it all goes back to intelligence and DNA recombination. And so we all have to be able to in genetic nature we have to be able to make progress without we have to get better at making progress without sacrificing those who don't understand it. Because technology is advancing and we're in society right Making, straight cyberpunk 2077 stuff real soon. <laughs> yeah, we're making we're making Nazi movies. We've moved far past that. And there are people with enough intelligence and are in positions of power who know we're making these decisions and aren't stopping or doing what they're supposed to do to prevent that. So they're allowing the they're they're fueling it. Unfortunately, they're yeah. they're furthering the divide. Yeah, yeah, and that's the part that pisses me off. And, and so that's even more. But <laughs> we have whole, a lot of reasons to work together. To right. Make this we better. have less less reasons to hate. It's it's the exact thing I was talking about mad about when I told him. I said, "Hey man, listen, we're all on the same damn team here. You know, yeah, I might have a different team. You know, exactly. And but yeah, we're talking a very yes, exactly. And we're we're talking a very small analogy though. And it's like I disagree with Matt. Matt disagrees with me. Yeah. But hey, we got to find some kind of common ground because guess what? This boat. Sinks, we're both going down. And if so you extend we'll, that further, yeah. this earth, this one planet that we have to steward, yeah. like it's we're all in it together. Like yeah. we're not getting off of it anytime soon. No. Nah. So let's yeah. work together. Let's you not know, kill well. each other. I mean, yeah. let's not do that. Let's let's all make it so that we can live here. Because the earth's gonna be here unless we create a bomb that can blow it up. Well, I mean, but I'm pretty sure if you detonated all the bombs here. that are here already, we'd be gone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the earth probably it's uninhabitable, but it's here. Like but you know, we definitely ain't gonna be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Bye, as Brian. society as a whole, not just saying like governments and but just as the human nature as a whole, we need to all get better at communicating and, and taking progress and learning and, and being able to do the what is it? What is that? What, what's the what's the, uh, the cost benefit analysis in society? Hey, is this a good idea? Yeah. What's it going to cost? What's the pros? What's the cons? What's the cons? What's the pros? Is it worth it? Nah. It'll be nice. Everything is out of yeah. is, it, is it pro? Is, is it good? Yeah, let's do it. Let's give it a shot. What are the pros? I have to be implemented. This is what happens. So let's eliminate those cons. Yeah. Let's keep moving forward. Because if not, I mean, that's that's all about process and improvement. The moment you stop and say, oh, it's good enough, you'll be blockbuster. And Netflix will come back and fucking destroy the shit out of you. Yeah. And you're like, why the fuck didn't we think about Netflix? Well, that's because you were too busy scheduling fucking wigs. And Netflix was like, oh, this is a good idea. Is it worth it? Uh, we have a cost benefit analysis that found out. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's not zero sum. It's nah. not us versus them. Yes, like, it's not. Our, yeah, it's all about. Fashion. There's room for everybody at the yes. table. Yes, it's all about weighing the options. 
Hey, there's an optimistic note. Like, we, we kind of landed on something nice. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> Try to end on a nice note. Not there you go. Nah, fuck those guys. I mean, this so, is hey, here. seriously, like, though, I mean, <laughs> most of the time, if you're having a conversation with people, if they're yeah. just people you know, yeah. you know, it's like, to me, those are the best conversations. The ones that starts with, like, yeah, so EA is screwing people over, making them pay for things that don't matter. Yeah. So, what about immortality? Like, what? <laughs> you know, it's just it's those, so, are, the, those uh, are the good conversations. This has been the e Rival Podcast. I'm your host, Will Tire, with uh, my co host, <laughs> Brian Leo. Brian has barely said anything. Yeah, John. Uh, with our special guest. Brendan Swan. And, yeah. uh. Andrew Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> that was not Andrew Ortega. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in till next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. Really, I probably wouldn't have made a choice like that. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, I feel like I straight up just actually murdered somebody. I went in there with a double barrel shotgun into the room where the guy was sitting, and I'm pointing it at him. And my character says, they uh, they want me to kill you. And he's like, yeah, well, we both know you're not going to do that. And I pull the trigger, like, boom, freaking head blown off. I'm like, ooh, I really feel like I just murdered somebody. And that's, that kind of takes me back to when uh, GTA was, uh, I think it was GTA 3, was around. And they it was on the news saying, like, you know, hey, we got to stop this game from being produced, uh, mm-hmm. being out there in public, because kids... Are going to be influenced to go kill people and beat people up out in the street. And, and I, I mean, I can kind of see that with VR. Yeah, like but it's saying, a thing, like, though, man. Oh, I mean, if you if, if it really if it really did that to people, I mean, how many men on the gaming industry is right. huge now? I mean, it's only growing. Millions upon millions of people playing Battlefield, Call of Duty. You know, yes, you have your whore. I'm not I'm not trying to downplay school shootings. I'm not down trying to downplay psychopaths shooting people up. You know, I'm not trying to downplay that. Yeah. But if it was as effective, if gaming was as effective towards people becoming, you know, crazy psychopaths as See, they claimed it was, yeah, there'd be a yeah. lot more than there even is well, now. Get this, man. Well, you already know, Brendan, as far as how advanced the technology is with, like, programs, right, for you to uh, develop tools, mm-hmm. right? I was telling Lewis, like, can you imagine if they actually start focusing on games where it's, like, kind of, not replacing schools, but how you learn something. You know what I mean? Like, where, for example, like, um, in like Call Call of Duty, for, yeah, Call of Duty, for example, um, in order to unlock a gun or whatever, you have to get X amount of kills or whatever the yeah, case we is. About this, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, can you imagine if you had to do the same thing, but as an instead of the school? Yeah, to learn to learn. Yeah, you actually acquire a legitimate legitimate proficiency. Yes. Skill. Yeah, not even yeah. that though. Like just regular school instead yeah. of you being like, all right, kids, do this homework. It's like, all right, kids, do this homework and you get the unlock. In the game that you well, if you think about it, we have actually declined over the. Okay, when I talked to my dad about when he went to high school, they had uh, auto shop, they had you know um, adult class, like actual adult classes, yeah, where yeah, like yeah. they teach you about certain things, like yeah, this is gonna be your paycheck, but this is really gonna be your paycheck, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, they had wood shop. My dad took wood shop. That stuff is gone. I mean, I'm not saying it's gone everywhere, but it's yeah. gone. It's like, stupid too. It doesn't exist anymore. Now it, it's. I'm not saying that the stuff they teach you in high school or anything like that is useless. I still remember the freaking quadratic formula. I never use it anywhere, but I still remember it. You know. But I, I understand. But it's, there's a lot of things that would be extremely useful to know becoming an adult 
that were there for a long time and are disappearing. Yeah, you know? and I don't know that we have this weird stigma as a society surrounding these like blue collar jobs. And not only are these blue collar jobs some of the most valuable jobs we have in our society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are mortgaging their future by getting a hundred twenty fifth hundred fifty thousand dollar education that's that's yielding you know a minimum yeah. wage job. I, I, mean, I, I have yeah. no I have no and, and people are looking down on those who, who go out and work with their hands and do yeah. useful things that we need as a society. Yeah, like, I, have, yeah. I have no wrong with I have nothing against comedy like, that, like when it comes to ignorant individual that's gonna look down on some shit. Sadly, yeah. I think it's sort of systemic, though. Like, we have yeah, a society that's it's, sort of tilted It's pushed by the mainstream, mm-hmm. but a lot of shit is pushed by the mainstream that takes an ignorant person to fall, fall for it. Like, well, like, say, for instance, with uh, uh, in the hip-hop uh, industry and with women, it's all about trying to take advantage of men. Okay. Like, oh, you know, take them for whatever he got, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then when you ask them what they bring to the table, they say they're a bitch. You don't bring shit to the table. Like you, yeah, but it, it takes a person who doesn't. Remember, I told you with uh, at uh, Kill, what's his first rule? People, people who are don't self reflect. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. People who are stupid. People who don't <laughs> self reflect and don't pay attention to the consequences of their actions and see how it affects the real world. But a lot, a huge swath of population is like that. Mm-hmm. So, to your point, a lot of people will fall for that shit. Yeah. And it's and it's it's sad because the people who know better don't do better. Yeah, who's been uh, for years championing kind of the undermining of that ridiculous philosophy is that you guys know who Mike Rowe is, the dirty job yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. He's gone before Congress for years now and basically said that we need to make people understand that these jobs are not just. Uh, not just a viable opportunity for you, but like legitimate good enterprises for people to enter into. Yeah. And that they, that mortgaging your future with this ridiculous education that's not going to yield any it, profit. I have, I have no, when people, when I say, because exactly on your point, it's like, oh, you just, you're just stupid. You don't want to go to college. Like, hang on, hang on. No. One, I'm not stupid. <laughs> no. I'm not stupid. I'm actually, like, I'm a lot everybody. smart. I, I know I don't look like the smartest person on earth, but if I apply myself, I am I can do it, you know. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm inclined to education. I'm inclined to certain subjects. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's like I have no problem. Like, if someone wants to, you know, go to college and oh, I'm gonna get a degree in engineering. I mean, there's a trillion different engineering degrees you can get. You know, if you pay, a, you know, a hundred, hundred fifty grand in an engineering degree. You're most likely gonna be all right, you know. I mean, I'm not saying you're gonna go out as an engineer and just start making two hundred grand a year, but you have something that is very valuable, very useful. If you go and spend hundred fifty grand on an underwater basket weaving, you know, degree, you ain't sorry, pal. That's on you. Like, yeah, come yeah on. I'll give you that. But there are certain degrees out there, certain career fields that are over flooded, so they'll sell it to you mm-hmm. as if it's a viable. Like, say, for instance, in, in medical, uh, in healthcare. My wife went to school for uh, medical assistant. They sold it to her. There's thousands of jobs out there. Everybody's hired. She got out to the field. My wife was hired. She went applied to every medical facility in San Diego. Uh, all the way down to San Diego. Nobody got it. So it's like, even with the basket, you go for something that you think is going to sell because someone sold you one, and it, it didn't pan out. And so I, it's... Yeah, it's, there's a it's fine line, though. Corrupt. I mean, it's not, even, it's not even necessarily a fine line. There's a lot of corrupt bullshit going on, and, and, and people muddy the water between what a fine line is. 
you know, when you try to gun for something, like say for instance with the IVAP, if you look it up online, it's a $55,000 a year median salary job. Mm -hmm. You don't make that. No. And I'm overqualified for the position that I fucking currently have. So, and you got to eat that. I just got to eat it. Every day I come in and I know that I just secure a job. But I don't say anything because I don't want a job. One, two, why does that matter? Three, I kind of accepted the, the pay that I'm getting, even though it's bullshit. And I'm not able to go on all day. I mean, that's a, that's a deep topic. <laughs> well, what you do, right? But the the well, going okay, going back to what we're talking about, you know, letting people learn using, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back know? to that. But I think that it would be very. Powerful. I mean, you think you think about it. Okay, recently they announced for because the newest consoles. I don't know if you've seen them or heard of them or whatever, but the newest ones that came out recently that are next to impossible. I got lucky enough to have a idiot friend from high school who sold me one for regular price. Um. 550 bucks, but the Series X and the PlayStation 5. Yeah, yeah, I've watched people try to get their hands on those. Extremely powerful, I mean, very, very, like, PC. They did a, uh, there's a YouTube channel called Linus Tech Tips, and they did a channel where they tried to build a PC that could match the Series X and how much did it cost. They built one that was basically shot for shot, um, uh, life and quality, you know, very, very, very spot on with the capabilities, what frames it could run at, uh, the HDR, to build a PC that can do what the Xbox Series X is capable of, it costs about $1,250. And the Series X is $550. So, Series X is the most powerful console that's ever, and I have it right now. I even bought a TV specific for that console because my TV wasn't even good enough to handle the console. So... So yeah, so my, so, my, so why the scarcity? Like, is it legitimate manufacturing well, for issues? One, it was, it... For one, it was for one was during right during the middle of the last year. Scalpers. Yeah. Well, scalpers, yes, scalpers will get the product. You go on Craigslist, look up Series X. People are selling some. I, what, what I'm trying to figure out is, is this a game though? Is is Microsoft or PlayStation whoever developed these things? Yeah. Are they are they rolling them out like this to create suspense, to create yeah. demand? Uh, create a scarcity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah, I, I also think yes, it has to do with... Not, I mean, they've been building systems for years. I, it, could yeah. be, it could be like right. that, but I think most of it is honestly the fact that a lot of people, especially when this came out, were at home. They, you know... That's a fair point. Yeah, right but, during but COVID. But it seems to me that they would have... If anybody was positioned to have the infrastructure to, to roll these things out in a reasonable manner, it would be somebody like them. Yeah, right. of course, of course. Yeah. And, and, and there's no really... Telling uh, nobody truly knows. I mean, I'm sure you can research it. It's like, it's like, why? Have, you, have you guys heard about the whole uh, Chick fil A pop it, Popeyes thing, you know, with the chicken sandwiches and stuff? No, yeah. like they created this marketing campaign where people were going crazy for these chicken sandwiches. And <laughs> yeah, which one's better, Chick fil A or Popeyes? Or you know, I don't I forget who the other ones were, but they were they were ultimately all owned by the same parent company. <laughs> really? like, yeah, so it's a bunch of bullshit. Everybody's just going crazy, buying yeah. up these chicken sandwiches, well, playing this game. If you oh, think about and it, all they're doing is raking in the cash. But you have things like this, what Kirk told me recently yeah. at work. He said, there's, okay, AMD processors. AMD is what's used on the Series X. Sure. Extremely yeah. powerful processor yeah. they made. Mm-hmm. Um, AMD is also a supplier for a lot of vehicles as of recently. Um, a lot of trucks use AMD processors for their, you know, the computer and the, and the truck. Well, there's a whole lot. And you can look it up. There's a lot over in, I can't remember, it's by a Ford plant or whatever, um, where they have all these freaking manufactured trucks 
that can't even be sold yet because they don't have the processor yet because the demand is so high that they can't get them. Oh, yes. You're mm -hmm. right. There is a a microchip shortage in America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or, or worldwide. There's a chip okay. shortage. Yeah, and that is true. Chip, they use chips for these freaking okay. and, and to make these chips. So it might not be. Stuff. It might not be an artificial shortage. It might no, not be. It may be part of it, but a lot of it is is definitely. There's a lot of uh -huh. evidence that points towards uh, a uh, microprocessor shortage. Yeah, there's. You know? I was watching a video where they show how they make these tiny ass chips. And it's like a bunch of scientist dudes in like a cold, cold, like super cold ass environment. <laughs> and then they have this other machine that's inside the cold environment that's compressed. And they have like a bunch of tiny little mechanical arms. arms that fucking do the whole. It's like super overkill to make one of these. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit! Just for one chip, dude. Like, holy. Okay, yeah. I get yeah. it. I mean, I just, I mean, it's a little overkill, but you know, what's, I, you know what's crazy is I actually invested in this company that's called uh, Nanotech Technologies, where it prints uh, three-dimensional chips. So it's like the the next generation of. Uh, chip technology i guess you could say mm -hmm. but basically you can make uh flexible material that has you know wires or whatever i know that's already out there right now but um yeah pretty much man so i feel like you know right now we're gonna be seeing a lot of new technologies be coming out to mitigate this whole you know shortage of things and you know of the old ways of making chips or whatever the case is but yeah, yeah it's, but it's uh but it's it's well the stemmed from me bringing up the series x very powerful, you know. Uh, you know, if you look at the evolution of gaming, you look at the '90s versus now. You know, in the night, I saw a meme. It was funny. It's like, wow, look at these great graphics, and it was some game from 2001, and it shows a person's face, and it's like a block, you know. Yeah. And it's like nowadays, and it's like, you know, the new there's a new Forza game. I don't know if you've heard of Forza. Oh, it's, a, it's a motorsport. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have these a series called Forza Horizon. It's a bit more arcadey than the typical Forza Motorsport. Well, Forza Motorsport is very much simulation, like brake on time, okay. hit the gas on time. Forza Horizon is more of like an arcade style game. But they released a trailer. Re just to, you know what? I might as well just show him the little clip right now yeah. so he can see what yeah. these things are capable of. I showed my dad. I was like, "Hey, dad, what do you think of this? Uh, what do you think of where my friends at right now?" And he's like, "Oh, looks cool." But he didn't. I was trying to see if he could tell that it was actually a video game, and he oh, could yeah. not. He could not tell, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yep, nope, it's dope. Where is this thing? I saw that with an aircraft simulator recently. Somebody put up oh, a video on Reddit. Newer, yeah, Reddit, yep. yeah. And they're like, hey, check out this thing of my drone flying over this neighborhood. Haha, -ha, just kidding. That's yeah, a, that's, that's actually that's actually what I was getting to. That's actually yeah. what I was getting to about the yeah. flight simulator. That was my but I screen recorded this from YouTube. David Attenborough here. They have a new technology that allowed them to make it take place in Mexico. Oh yeah, the next four of the game is going to be uh, all the Mexico. I mean, with so, the, obviously with the HUD, you can tell this is gaming. Right? But yeah, you yeah, can turn that off. It's clean. Clean. You yeah. can turn that Plus off. Plus the car looks like, you know, yeah, it's more in a sci-fi movie. Yeah. That's actually a real car, by the way. That just is it really? Out. Yeah. But the point well, I don't is, see those on the road, so. But it's a rare car. <laughs> but they um <laughs> they uh they use the new technology now. They they I saw in the video. I I can't. I'm not super savvy with what they said because it was kind of like a second language to me a little bit. But they essentially went to Mexico, this area of Mexico. Volca there's volcanoes in the game, jungles. Um, 
and they went and they filmed these areas for 24 hours. And they, putting it in very plain terms that I can understand, they imported the data, the images they filmed into the game and turned them into a game. So, and kept the graphic fidelity. They zoomed in on the cactus and you could see every little needle on the, on the cactus. And that's extremely, you know, very, very, very detailed. That's what they're capable of now. So they were advertising right after that. The, the, it was once a, just a PC, but now the Series X is capable of doing it. The flight simulator. And you, it's basically like Google Earth, but you're flying, yeah. you know? And they were showing like some of the gameplay. I'm like, oh my God, dude. But that going back to the whole educational thing about it, you know, I mean, it's not, I, lost, I saw a lot of reviews. It's not a shot for shot. Like a lot of pilots played it and they're like, it's, it's good, but there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily super accurate. But it's in the, it's definitely in the 90 percentile ballpark of what you actually have to do, you know, to fly a plane. Yeah. You know, of course, nothing compares to doing it in real life. But they're like, you know, you got to make sure this, this. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And they really worked with a lot of pilots and stuff to make the game. Uh, it's a simulation more than it is a game. But they wanted to make it as realistic as possible, you know, turbulence or, you know, how much fuel you're going to need to get from here to there. You know, and it's like, you can learn a lot just from playing the damn video game. You know, I learned a lot about, you know, I was never like super into guns, but I learned a lot about guns and I could understand what somebody's saying about guns just from video games. You already can learn things from them, but if they were to purposefully tailor um, it, tailor it yeah. to some kind of education, I can only imagine what it would do, you know, because not only are you interested in it, mm -hmm. but you're actually paying attention because you're not sitting in a classroom with a freaking 90 year old man. Yeah. yeah. So the thesis is this, like. And if you think about it, man, like the difference between school and the real world is the hands-on experience, yeah. is the actual doing of the thing. Yeah. And that's what I was basically getting at as far as like VR, where whether it be building a cell phone or, you know, doing some kind of like chemistry experiment, you yeah. get to have those things visually in the VR world or whatever the case is. So you start to mix the things and you start to actually get this uh, concept of how to become a scientist, doctor, whatever the case is. Right. That's been made by you know developers that right, make games. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like full hands-on experience, just not on the real. And it seems it seems almost unfathomable to think of something where it could be like that. You know? Yeah. Think of something where you know you could get a almost a full-blown education just off some kind of VR headset. Right. Yeah. But remember when Apple came out and yeah. you know, or Apple's been out for a while, but when they were like, yeah, we made an iPhone, a smartphone. Yeah. You yeah. know. And, you know, if you would have said in the year 2000, yeah, soon enough, phones can uh, take extremely good pictures, tech, face safari, track. face track, yeah. you could unlock the phone with your, uh, you know, fingerprint, and the thing is, the fingerprint scanner is no longer even, it's just yeah, on the screen. Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny, yeah, real funny. And there's, there's, there's just yeah. no, there's no way you would even, you wouldn't think about it, but 20 years from now? Yeah. There's what, 2021? Could you imagine 2042? What the hell's gonna be out? Blink know? twice to pull up your phone. Yeah, like it's, oh, there it's, it is. it's insane. Yeah, dude. I know. Even the freaking watch listening to me when I don't want it to. So, yeah. the technology is seriously made. They, what do they say? Technology TV. grows exponentially. So, yeah. I mean, it's not as far fetched as like Star Trek and shit like that. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to get pretty damn close. Like Cyberpunk 20. What was that? Uh, what was that movie? I know the author's name, but I don't know the movie name. Um, Orson Scott Card did, where they basically recruit a bunch of kids to play a game. But what these kids don't realize is the game they're playing. It's called Ender's, Ender's game. game, right? Ender's, Ender's Game, you're right. Yeah, yeah Ender's Game, yeah. So, yeah. Why does that sound so familiar? So what the kids yeah, don't realize is that they think they're playing a simulation. Yeah, they think they're, they're playing like, a game, but they're yeah. actually participating in mass war. Yeah. Right. 
So they're actually, it's like, it's almost like, uh, like classic Warcraft, you know, where they're controlling Tom battalions and like this whole thing. Yeah. And they, they find at the end of the movie, like, spoiler, you know, they yeah. find at the end of the movie <laughs> that these pieces they're moving around the chessboard are actually real armies. Yep. Yeah. And that they were, they were causing, they were killing mass, yeah, yeah, yeah. massive amounts of people, yeah. children. Who was just playing a video game? Yep. Trained up to play a video game. Find out that this was never a video game. You were actually doing war games. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw. I saw another. Uh, I think it was a YouTube video where they did something like that for VR. It was a bunch of these guys who were like strung out on VR, like a, a dystopian future where there's a bunch of like, a huge population population uh, didn't want to go to war, didn't want to do anything. They just played a VR shooter game, and they were really good at it. And then they found out later on that those guys who were really good at this game was actual actual participants in like war. Yeah. So the, the 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 same thing we were saying about you know going to things in the game where you're not there's no responsibility for it. These guys are doing it. So you were killing civilians and stuff like that. But in the game they were they were replicating it's civilians. Like so familiar. Yeah. It's like flying like, drones, you yeah. know like it's like NPCs. Damn that's you're completely you're completely distanced from the emotional weight of what no, you're doing. Yeah exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, you can be dropping bombs on a bunch of people. And you don't know. Do you, you feel think... the impact of that? No, not at all. Like the old adage, you know, uh, when you ask a sniper what he feels when he shoots somebody, you know, like recoil. You know? You, um... like, it's, it's, it's not so, <laughs> it's not so <laughs> simple, you know? Like, but, but when you turn into a game, like yeah. this is just, I'm just looking at, like the I'm movie, just looking at a TV screen. Like the know? movie American Sniper, man. I mean, Bradley Cooper really played it well. When he's... Yeah, I think he says that quote in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you ever, um, I'm sure you've seen a couple of them now. I don't know if Lewis or Brennan have seen it, but Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. I watched the whole thing, yeah. Dude, like, that show tripped me. I love stuff like that because, for one, it, it's cool to me. It's, like, interesting. The whole There's a lot of sci-fi in it, you know? But it's, like, the whole concept of, you know, like, the episode where they – you've never seen that? No, you said it like it was bad. There's a lot of sci-fi in it. <laughs> no, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I like that. I didn't yeah, mean yeah, to yeah. sound like it was a bad thing. Yeah. I like that. You know, but the whole concept – really, they did a good job – of making it entertaining while at the same time, I, I'm a deep thinker. I like to analyze things. I'll be like, I have to have background noise when I go, a lot of people do. But for me specifically, if I don't have background noise, my mind just keeps going if, when I'm trying to sleep. So I have to have something playing. While Black Mirror is your choice? No, 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 no. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying in general, because like when I watch stuff like that, you know, okay, specifically, the episode uh, where, you know, he, the guy is, um, they basically put this lady's mind inside of this cube that controlled her house. And they had to break her down. It was basically a copy of herself in this cube. Oh, this is yeah. the, the interrogation technique. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they basically, and they had to break her down. And, and they get like, fast forward like, like 100 wow, years. You know, and yeah. you think, like, what if that was a real yeah. thing? Would that be, yeah. would that be, would that be bad? Like, would that be would immoral? That be immoral? Yeah. You know? But, hey, if it's the person saying, go ahead and make a copy of myself, and the person that's the original copy is never going to even care, like, they're never going to experience it themselves, they just know that, hey, I'm going to have a copy of myself that's being broken down in this box, it's like, oh, you know, it really gets you thinking, like, man, I wonder, you know, that's, but, yeah, it's, and of course, of course, it's totally, that's, you know, if, if, even if something like that was ever possible, it'd be a yeah. long time from our lifetime, yeah. I mean, you know, but, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever asked yourself the question, if they were able to create some sort of artificial life that you could transfer your consciousness to? Yeah. Like altered carbon? Not exactly that, because that's still an organic structure. You know, you're still going <laughs> oh, from body so to body. Oh, you're talking about, uh, what do they call them? In, uh, it's almost like, it's uh, almost like Chabby, you know, if you ever saw that movie. What was it? Ah. Um, 
Or uh, what, what do you mean? Like, Jefferson. okay, so if I'm gonna die, it's I'm a robot. It's kind of so. I'm oh, about, like yeah, a District yeah. Nine. So, well, no, no, Chappie, no, no, no. no. no, no Chappie, he Chappie into... was actually true AI, so it's not exactly a perfect. No, it's what I'm talking about. Exo. If you play Destiny Two, there's a class that you can play as called an Exo, where they literally download a human brain and put it in a robotic oh, body. Right. Oh, like so that. that? So that, yeah, exactly. This is the problem I have with it. Yeah. I I think conceptually it's very cool. Yeah. But. How do you know that they're not taking your consciousness, making a copy, and killing you? Sure enough, this thing could wake sure. up and be just like you. That that that's also brought up in the game because there's a character in the game called Cade Six, and the reason I call him Cade Six because he's the sixth iteration of the so. character Cade. So he Cade died six times ago. Cade, he hasn't been around for a while. But Cade is also yep. a guardian. Cade is also a guardian, so he's died way more than six damn times. So <laughs> so. As you play his, uh, throughout the game, you start getting audio logs where he starts re recollecting his life and his past. Like, he had a kid, he lost track of his kid, he did a bunch of stuff, he came back as a guardian, he's trying to remember everything, and it's like, holy shit, dude. And there's a syndrome in the game where, uh, where if you get replicated too many times, the person starts having mental degradation. And, 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 and the implementation of this program, people were going crazy because they were having, like, uh, phantom bodies. I feel like it's you yeah, know, phantom ghost experience where you chop a limb off and just kind of feel like it's still there. Yeah. Well, imagine it's like you know, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yank, no, not, uh, yeah. They're kind of yanking you out of your body and throwing you into something else. And you still feel like you're in your body, but you're not. So people were going crazy because they were, yeah. But that's neither here. I, I get exactly what you're talking about. And well, I don't know if I could do that. So I, I thought about if I was going to consent to something like this, yeah. these, these are the conditions. Yeah. You would have to be able to. Put me in this body temporarily. Yeah. yeah. Let me look around. Right. And then I'd have to be able to go back. Right. And be like, okay, cool, it's still me. Yeah. And but then I'd be like, but 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 that's the thing. They could be like, okay, yeah, yeah sure. But if I'm, I'm still back in my body, like yeah. I'm, I'm be like, I remember being over there for thirty minutes. Right. And then if I'm back here, like I know that that was me. But that, but then, I, then you start like answering. as opposed to that's a copy of me. Yeah, like, yeah. But then you start if that copy like, of me yeah. is talking to me, yeah, it's not me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you. But then you gotta start asking a question. That's that's more of a soul thing, not necessarily. That's that's precisely what I'm talking about. That's a soul thing. That's precisely what I'm talking about. Yeah, because they can make a copy of your brain because it's yeah. data. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I am yeah. talking about the soul. And then that's a you yeah. that you don't have a connection to. And could it still be a soul if it wasn't? Bound by the laws that we're used to, like if I didn't have hunger and thirst and you know dry, yeah, like, so well, here's well, the thing. thing here's the thing. But because you would brain, change massively, though. Your brain like, would tell you you need hunger, but, but you're a machine. Your brain, the brain would yeah. never trigger the hunger. But then again, you start but that, you're what starting. Would our, but that, what would our that's our passions biological. That's not so uh, much of like a. That's not so like your conscious. You know the things that you know. Oh, if you feel sad or upset, or you know the things you believe in, or the things that. You're, you're passionate about right <laughs> yeah, those things are all there but yeah. in a separate entity like a robot yeah okay and your brain's kind of confused like hang on shouldn't i be huh you know maybe they could eliminate that yeah but let's say you know i me mm -hmm. and i believe this and then i go into this other form like a robot yeah. and now i'm completely different and yeah. like my that is where i think it's like okay now i'm not myself anymore yeah. but if it was like a pure however like, just because your priorities would have changed and shifted entirely, it doesn't mean that you're not still yourself. Like, Elon Musk said this, uh, I listened to him on, I think it was Rogan, a while back, mm -hmm. and he said, it's crazy how much uh, human damage 
we give away because of our interest in having sex. Like, and that's a legitimate point. Is, like, we waste so much resource just trying to procreate. Like, could you imagine? I think as a robot, could, I still want to do it. Could you, could you, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Imagine, imagine like being able to take that time back and not have that distracting you constantly. Yeah. Like that yeah. drum is just like every man knows that drum is beating yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. Like, yeah. imagine, imagine all the human flourishing that could be accomplished if we weren't thinking with our dicks. You're, you're, in, a, you're in a robot form. Yeah. Like, I have a we, literal shirt. <laughs> That reminded me of having a liaison meeting, and the chick that works over there with you guys oh, stood up. And oh, like, lost that face. girl, and I dude. I watched their facial oh expressions change, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> but as we were saying, we could save the world if we yeah. were busy with that. Yeah. Right, exactly. But uh, I, I yeah. feel like that that's... But would we lose our soul in exchange? You know, I don't we, think so. Is there something about being human and being fragile and mortal and yeah uh, I think there is man. There, there there is, is. you would yeah. you would if, if everybody knew right know, if man. everybody knew that hey you know i know altered carbon i mean i'm sure you guys have heard of that or seen a little yeah, bit of it yeah. at least i've I seen a little bit, bit of yeah. it but but you know hey i know if i die as long as this trip doesn't explode i'm fine you know honey the people would change they mm-hmm. would yeah. it'd be a lot riskier you know all of a sudden you start feeling like you're playing battlefields like yeah. i could just respawn yeah. you know and all of a sudden, that's the new reality. And that's the thing, right. man. And, and so, yes, humankind would definitely change, See, without a doubt. In a good way? But in a... It could, it, that's a, just it like could with go any, both ways. Just like with anything yeah. else, it could be go both ways. Some people show... would use it for good, some people would use it for bad, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's called Robots or something, uh... Love, love death robots low death robots. <laughs> thank you finally that's someone a, else has seen it that's my roommate Dre show. loves that show. i love that show that's another show that's like that they had an episode where humanity had locked uh, had unlocked immortality similar yeah. to all yep. mm-hmm. and having kids was against the law yeah the dude, that was the newest with a, episode with a cop his whole job was to like hunt down people who had kids <laughs> yeah murder no. kids yeah no straight up yeah so yeah, in a sense, you got to think, in order for us to unlock immortality, we'd have to be at a super advanced space-faring civilization whose priorities have shifted beyond what we see as a huge priority in our day and lives. Race would be a, not a factor. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up, because that's what I was thinking. Is we still squabble over the dumbest shit. Yeah, I totally like, agree with you. If if that ever happened, if that happened now, yeah. like now is not the moment. No, it's like, not. We are no, not ready not. for that. I always bring up the Star Trek future type shit. I was like, we gotta get past all of this shit because yeah. if we ever decide to remotely get close to that, race cannot be a fucking factor. Religion cannot be a fucking factor. All of this dumb shit that we give a fuck about what other people do. But it does though, man. At some point, like it's it, it might not be race as far as like your skin color. Yeah. But it might be race in the sense of power. You know, like, oh, yeah, the lower class is over there. The higher class over here, but whether it be with money or power. I, don't that know. Has, I, that, I agree with you on that, but the future we're talking about, that can't even be a fucking factor to work. Because if we all unlock immortality, I don't give a shit if you call yourself king. I can kill you because we're all fucking immortal. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck cares who's on top of who? I am living forever. I don't give a shit if you label yourself the king. We're all immortal. We're all equal. Yeah. Who gives it? <laughs> I'm gonna be around here a thousand years. Guess who's gonna be a thousand years? You. So. <laughs> but that's the thing that could go both ways yeah. very easily yeah. because yeah. Uh, Explain that, this because to me. I will tell you because that. here's the thing. Yeah. 
if you're talking, and obviously we are so deep into this now, there's no going back. I don't want to forget something, so what are you doing? Yeah, you know, so, so, yeah, so what I was saying is, yeah, human, uh, unless you could alter human nature itself, yeah, let's say you're talking about being immortal, yeah, and, and people being all equal and all that, yeah, I actually think it would be the exact, not necessarily the exact opposite, yeah, but I think human nature, unless they eliminated human nature, which I, you know, it would human be nature, human nature, it would be more of like a, oh, we're all immortal, yeah. now these powerful people are going to take advantage of these less powerful, and being immortal is one thing, but being powerful is another, yeah, exactly, so, of course, you're you're powerful in the sense where everybody's immortal. Yeah. But hey, now I have these immortal people yeah. who do exactly what I want, and I never have to worry about them dying. Have to worry about them being sick, unhealthy. Right. You know, they do exactly what I want when I needed to. I'm more powerful, and of course, these people have their you know however many freaking years of immortality to try to yeah. overthrow that. But if it gets powerful enough, yeah. then that's just the way it is. Yeah, you know, it could go both I, ways. I, I I hear you on that, but that. That depends on when the immortality is implemented See, our evolution. Go ahead, Brendan. Say what you're going to say. Yeah, quick. actually, that's a good good uh, segue to what I was going to say. Uh, the best argument I ever heard for why there is no other intelligent life in the universe that yeah. we have ever made contact with is because there's this horizon over which, as we evolve and get better and better and better, yeah. we also get better at destroying ourselves. Right. So there's this ability to continue to grow, 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 grow. Yeah. But at the same time, we're learning how to quickly destroy ourselves. Right. So yeah. the likelihood that we could grow to the extent that we can potentially reach somebody else but simultaneously manage to not destroy ourselves yeah is so infinitesimally small yeah yep. that's why we've never experienced it because, <laughs> yeah. because if you look at just human history as far as we know it's ten thousand years or so you know you go back you could go yeah. back way 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 further but you know like uh ten thousand years is what written history or, or you know no nah, oral history ten thousand hundred thousand whatever whatever the number is yeah but that's a blip that's a blip when you consider yeah. the magnitude of time right and distance also because distance is a factor we yeah. can't we can't travel that far right now right um if you consider how long it's taken us to get to where we're at right now or we can even consider going two planets away yeah you know versus the technology that would be necessary to get to where an, another intelligent life might be. Right. Or might have been. They could have been there 10 billion years ago. Right. And we no missed matter. their window. Because they had this tiny little window in time. Yeah. The the propensity we have to destroy ourselves before we could ever reach them. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. Makes it unlikely Sorry. we'll ever meet each other. Okay. Sun so, ain't going to last forever either. Okay. No, <laughs> I, get, I get you on that. But there's another conundrum that I want to bring up with that. That goes along with the... Uh, Goes along with the human nature aspect. With intelligence comes wisdom. So, so individually or no, broadly? No, 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 broadly, broadly as okay. a society, a society gets smart. Let's say, for instance, we use our own society as a standard. We did slavery, found out that was bad. Yeah. We found, you know, ridiculed gay people, found out it was bad. But you have those factors that are like viruses within. Within society as a whole, right. and try to bring it down, or try to use tradition or other bullshit ass excuses to try to to keep society from progressing in a pro productive manner. Mm -hmm. So, as a society, using your 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 uh, your uh, points as an example, 
when do we start weeding that shit out? Or do we weed it out? Do we How? Let, do we let nature play its course and then just Because I could cite some examples of people who thought they were weeding things out yeah. over history and we don't think very kindly of them. No, exactly. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I agree with you because there are people who are like, oh, these are the these are undesirable. If we could just get rid of them, them. yeah. Yeah, we know. can do it. Yeah. But then, how do you productively move society? Because at this point, that's I, the paradox. That's the I dangerous like, paradox. Yeah, exactly. And that's the point that I'm trying to make right now. Trying to in- introduce immortality into this equation, <laughs> we're not ready. Existence right now is not gonna. This. That's why I said, with their points that they were trying to make, this is a society that's beyond what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. This is beyond any sort of standards or morals that we can try to adhere to because they're going to be so far. If the if immortality, spacefaring, because I took that as okay, as a uh, space. Uh, <laughs> if you're spacefaring your immortality, huh? population is going to get in order for a population to productively introduce immortality to the entire population. You have to have space. In order to have space. Space. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be spacefaring, as in multiple planets, multiple systems. I'm talking. Uh, what is it called? And space is kind of a, a doing some heavy lifting there because it also implies resource. Yeah. You know, so like you have to have energy, the, the space, you know. time, the resources, yeah. the technology, to in order to implement something like this. Yeah. In order for everybody to be on board and go, yes, immortality is a thing. <laughs> So, with that being said, 7 billion would turn into 14 billion real quick. Bro, it would even be, you would probably be able to keep a count of, you would have to have an AI to keep track of the size of the population. Because humans would take way too long to calculate. I mean, I'm talking whole galaxies, not solar systems. I'm talking Star Wars, not even Star Wars, not even Star Trek, like way beyond that. Whole systems. Being what is it? Uh, what's the word there that they use when they change a planet to? Oh, like uh, Superman. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Terraform. Terraform. Yeah. Terraforming whole planets, galaxies. Oh, galaxies. You're running into resources well, you... and elements and minerals and, and and all kinds of stuff that we don't have access to. You yeah. got immor- immortal scientists like fucking Elon Musk or fucking Albert Einstein who's around for forever. <laughs> and can just calculate shit and go, oh, I figured out a new. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of society. See, and, and that's the thing is that with immortal, immortality, yeah. like it kind of takes away from that, from being human as far as like being an Einstein, for example. Like, yeah. am I really going to be an Einstein forever? Yeah. I don't know. Like I something think... about the brevity of life actually does add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. do agree with you on that. Yeah. I agree with you on that. But not necessarily. I don't know about immortality. It's like that's eventually you just be like, yo, fuck this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, eventually? Yeah, eventually you'll be like, eventually I'm good. I'm good. You know. <laughs> but I I feel like if you could prolong life to a ridiculously standard amount of time, let's say like a thousand years. I'm pretty sure people would live that. Yeah, but if you were trapped for a thousand years, I think you'd be miserable for a thousand years. Yeah, but that's that's, what, that's what I wanted to say as far as like being uh don't get me wrong, like you said, it goes both ways. Yeah. But for example, like in the game Ark, I'm sure you've heard of it before. Ark is a prehistoric type of game where you have dinosaurs and stuff and then human beings trying to like 
you're trying to build or whatever. And um, online in PvP, what assholes do is they'll trap you in a spike, in a spike <laughs> barrier where you keep respawning in spikes. So it's like you're gonna keep respawning, but you don't get to play because you're stuck in these spikes. So I'm saying, as far as, so I'm saying, as far as power, the concept with that and what you're talking about yeah. is, you know, if you if someone that's powerful enough to do something like that where it's like yeah you're immortal but you're stuck in this box like how black mirror that that episode of black mirror is where you take your subconscious mind and put it in a block in a box so it can control your house to make you comfortable mm-hmm. that's the same prison you know yeah. with with being immortal it's like and then on top of that another point that i wanted to make is mm-hmm. uh have you guys ever heard of alan watts no alan watts is a it's a philosopher basically yeah. and um very wise old man i think he's still alive maybe um hold on man um, and what he talks about it about immortality is uh, he says that when you're say you were immortal, yeah, you'd go off with your friend, you know, and do risky things like you were talking about. You know, you go out and do something that would normally kill you in real life, mm-hmm. and you would die and you respond or whatever, however that works. And then you would talk to your friend and say, Hey, what if we, what if we did this riskier thing because it adds more thrill? You would do that riskier thing, but the moment you did it and you don't actually have, there's nothing that you're, you're risking. The, the thrill yeah, is knowing yeah, you're taking yeah. a risk. Exactly. Exactly. The, 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 more, the higher the thrill, typically the higher have, the risk. That's have, what have, you ever, uh, have you ever played poker when there wasn't money on the line? Like, yeah, I have. Just destroys exactly. the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, there's, no, there's no reason not to go all exactly. in. Like, exactly. I could go all in it's, every time I want. It's you know, cool this. to put skin in the game. Money yeah. on, on the line yeah. or whatever. And and the real quick, just saying that story yeah. is, uh, you know, at the end of the, at the end of it all, yeah. um, the guy with the friend said, "Hey man, what if we just sw- we just uh, exchange our immortality for mortality and did this risky thing, so we can have some kind of thrill that we never had? Mm-hmm. Because being immortal is like, like you said, you know, it's it's good, but it's also bad. It takes away that that same give is the same yeah. takeaway. But I feel like once we become that advanced, this the human nature that you all." We're talking about no longer. This All is right, the I'm confused. Track one. Check, check. Yes, yes. Wait, see. It's clipping a lot. Hello, hello, hello. Check, check. All right, cool. We can start, dude. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So we know our first topic. Everybody know our first podcast. Uh, you go ahead. You want to know what our first topic's going to be so I can watch the whole internet so that you feel like, all right, we're going to rock a podcast and What do you think, Brennan? <laughs> Man, it's your show. Uh, I'm going to contribute as often as I feel like I have something to contribute, but I may not have, depending on the subject. Depending. Do you know anything about the gaming industry politics or like uh, basically like what we're going through at work? What for games for the, for the gaming businesses? I don't think I'm in touch enough. No? no. Okay. So we can kind of relate to what we got going on and you can just kind of. Hey, this is okay. going How about going on? We're gonna state what's going yeah. on, and then you can add it. Like with Bethesda, I like, could play the Stooge. Yeah. You guys familiar with the Stooge? So no. a Stooge is basically in uh, in literature. You have a character who doesn't know what's going on, and as a consequence, they're forced to ask questions. That sort of those questions inform the audience about something they don't know anything about. That's yeah, dumb. that's fucking do it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, yeah fucking do it. That's a dope ass T-shirt. Where'd you get it? This one? The hook and reel? Oh, oh no, I was talking oh. about Brian <laughs> Oh, the Lord's got me. That's Frank's uh, Frank's deal. Who's, who's Frank? Frank Marquez? Yeah, he works in a factory. Yeah. Dude, I don't. I told, I don't him, talk to anybody else I, I told him about Trevor, and he's like, 
like for four, a month after he left, and he's like, Trevor's gone? I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, at least he knew Trevor was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been, in, I've, been in, I've been in the fucking the tomb, man. Nobody tell me shit. I come out, I talk, hey guys, and I go back in there. Oh, shit. I'm about to play in the bar. Yeah, I got super loud. I know, I'm trying to like. I was in my own ear. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I think I think we're good now. All right. You ready to hit record? It's already recording. Oh shit! Hey, welcome to the You Rebels podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host Lewis Howard, and my co-host Brian Lewis here. We have two guests. Please introduce yourself, gentlemen. Andrew Ortega and Brendan Swan. All right. Yeah. Can you hear me? Mm. Hold on. Go ahead. You ready for me? Yeah. Oh, there it is. There, 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 there you go. <clears throat> uh, yeah, welcome to your podcast. It's been a while. I apologize. Uh, apologize for that. It's kind of our fault. Life has kind of gotten us away for a long time. Nine to five is never enough. Nine to seven now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nine to seven now. <laughs> Maybe getting into that later. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, today we would like to kind of spitball. This is a wing episode. We're going to talk about a bunch of topics and uh, subjects that I think we'll be facing with. And if we're ignorant on anything, please uh, let us know. So the first thing we want to talk about is Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda or maybe EA's truck or mini truck or still many many truckers because they want to. Basically, choose the cash over the community. Yeah, yeah. So, if you gentlemen don't know, EA as a publisher has been fucking yeah. for like years now. I've seen the memes. They're basically raping their players by. There yeah. we go. So so Brandon does know something. I've seen at least the memes. So, Brandon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, who is not even that after himself, knows about but They it, recycle so. games constantly. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. EA is not. Yeah. So EA, uh, their biggest shtick right now has been the, uh, the what is it, the, uh, loot boxes. That's right. And they got sued for the state, foreign governments, and they have, just about everybody has been trying to sue them. And they've been pretty successful to the point where loot boxes are kind of becoming irrelevant. So like the last Star Wars game, uh, was Battlefront. Battle, yeah, Battlefront, yeah. Battlefront 2. Yeah. Literally. With uh, Blue Box. Which is like a gambling system built into the game. Where you pay so much money to potentially get something. It's a gambling. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like a... Like, uh, it's like that classic clans bullshit where you can basically pay to be the best guy on the but map. But this is worse. Oh, but it's worse than that. Worse. It's way worse than that. Because you don't know what you're getting. Oh, yeah. so it's yeah. a yeah. wild card. Yeah. 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 Like playing Monopoly, you hit 10. It's straight up yeah. like... Going to the casino, putting money in a machine, not knowing what's going to happen. Right. And they can give you garbage. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've spent right. $100 and I got. Right. Getting a whole lot of knowledge. Mm hmm. So. You get like an electric pink skin, you know. Like <laughs> something you would never even use. <laughs> right. Right. Or you get like 50 stormtroopers and you probably you... use. Uh, so the main, the main thing behind this loaded. Question slash statement yeah. is uh, why would they do that? Why do they choose to do the whole loot box? Over here, me, me. Uh, All right. So I got some shit to say. All right, let's um, get it off the chest. So think about this. You know, okay, like uh, 
I mean, I can't even remember what it started with. But, you know, I think Fortnite was the first one I saw that did the, the Warzone. Obviously, is a juggernaut. Yeah. Um, but people, I mean, why do people go to casinos? Because they want to win big, you know? Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, and, and not only do they, they get the, okay, pay for this loot box. You know, you got the, the common ones. You know, maybe it's a couple bucks. You got epic ones. And, you know, oh, it's 15 bucks. Or you got, you know, um, legendary ones, 50 bucks. And then let's say there's a skin you know about that's a legendary. And you're like, I want that skin. But the only way to get it is through a loot box. And if you have the cash for your mom's credit card, I'm going to spend 50 bucks until I get that. That's a, They want to do it if they're going to make money. There's people who will spend money on that stuff. It's no longer, hey, earn it. It's a, hey, gamble it until you get it, you know. Um, so that's that's the problem with that, and it's like it just takes the fun at a freaking video game, you know. It's like it's like instead of earning something, you know, it's like they turn it into this thing where, oh, you know, um, like Warzone for example, you don't need to pay for it to play it, you know. But you see all these people with these cool skins, you know, a ghillie suit or a freaking all this tatted up, you know, woods from Modern Warfare, and you're like, I want that. How much? Or, They'll have it on the store for $20, $30, and it's like people will buy it, you know? A base cost of a game is $60. They could easily make $200. I'm not even going to lie. On Warzone, I probably spent $190 on stupid-ass skins, stupid digital skins. That was me, and I didn't even like doing it. So people who like doing it, I can only imagine how much money they spent, you know? And then they have the season passes where, hey, if you give us 10 bucks this month, you can earn these 100 things if you rank up to 150. Like, okay, so then you got people paying 10 bucks a month if they play the game for two years. That's 24 months. That's, you know, $240 they spent over a course of a couple years as opposed to just spending $60 on the base game. You know, that's how they make tons and tons and tons of money. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it just takes the quality out of it. And people, human nature is I want more and more and more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how it works. And that's why they're getting away with it. But loot boxes in general, you know, that was classified. The reason they're getting sued is because it's like, hang on, gambling's illegal, and that's a form of gambling. You don't know what you're going to get putting money into this thing. And you you get something you might want, you get something you might not want, and there's, you know, it's illegal. So, um, obviously, casinos are an exception, but... So yeah, they, they actually they actually succeeded in making this illegal? They can't do yeah, random loot boxes anymore? They can no longer do it. They actually uh-huh. succeeded. But they'll, cool. they find other loophole, you know. Now yeah, let's find another way to. to find another way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sucks because there's people that will contribute to that. Unfortunately, I was one of them for a little bit. I didn't go crazy, but there are people that will contribute to that and make it so that they'll keep on doing it. It's not a, if they say, "Oh yeah, here's this skin. It's twenty dollars," you know, and people buy it. They know exactly what they're getting. It's no longer gambling, and people will pay and pay and pay. And they make a lot more money than they would if they just. Made a game See, $60. now with like Warzone and every other game that's copying Warzone now, um, you pay for you you have a membership now with Call of Duty, right? Yeah. And uh, they re- they basically release new content as the months go on, as you know they they have new themes or whatever. So if you have this membership, you start getting these new skins, new guns, all that kind of stuff. So it's like it's not like now it's like you're not choosing. Oh, I want this type of look. I mean, I guess it kind of is because you you're actually getting like a, a a set of different types of uh, skins, and now you get to choose 
pick and choose which one you want to use because you have the membership. Instead of having to pay each time they come out with new content, 20 bucks or whatever the case was, whatever the price was behind it. So it's pretty cool actually. I actually like that concept. I didn't have it myself, but the no. idea behind it is actually pretty cool. You had it, right? It, yeah, I did. I mean, like, it wasn't like a sub. I mean, it kind of was a subscription, but basically the way it works is they have in game, like a currency. So they have like coins. Like, okay, the season pass for this month is a thousand coins. To get eleven hundred coins, you spend ten dollars. Spend the ten bucks. Now you have eleven hundred coins. You pay a thousand coins for this membership. And then you get all these, as you rank up, you get all these little in-game things, whether it be a weapon skin or a new weapon or a freaking, uh, uh, lot, most of it is just cosmetic stuff. It's nothing that actually That's actually what I wanted to ask. So yeah. is, is the line between cosmetic and utilitarian defined? Like, no, can you, can, no, it's can, not. Can you pay to no, become a better player? Not. Because no. even with Call of Duty, they have a lot of cosmetics, but then they have buffed guns. Can you buy your? In the packs. Because I have been guilty of purchasing at least two packs playing Warzone because I don't know if these guys told you, but I was not good at Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee I'm the worst gamer here. I don't, you don't even understand because I am good at shooters. Warzone was just not for me. Yeah. Mechanics were right? I don't know if it was the mechanics, if it was the. I don't know. All we know what? is we'd be playing with Lewis. Yeah. And. I don't know how familiar. Have you ever heard of Warzone? Yeah, yeah. I've played okay. a few times. Okay, so I died in my parachute once, a, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's Lewis every game. <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> yeah, poor yeah. guy is just dying. And it's not honestly like it's not. It's like I think he just has straight up bad luck. Like the game doesn't like him. Yeah, I, I would. I would land in like, an area where nobody was. The whole team landed yep. by ourselves. I I remember this very clear. It was a cul-de-sac. I went into a house. I went upstairs and got shot by a guy with a shotgun. And I was like, we were the only team. <laughs> Where the fuck did this dude come from? And how did he get in the house when he got me seeing him to shoot me with a shotgun? But if it wasn't that, it was me being the guy like, hey guys, we got guys on the left. Boop, boom. Yep. Oh shit, there's guys over there. Boop, boom. Hey, sniper in the building. Boop, boom. I was the guy that got shot. And it was it was to the point where I would be in the middle of the group. Mm-hmm. Brian would go in the building. Jay would go into the building. I would come in, and the Andrew would come in behind. And yep. they, I'm like, hey, there's a guy. Bah, dead. Everybody yeah. else is alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? But to go, to go, <laughs> so Lewis has really bad luck with that game. Yeah. You know, but to go back to the whole, you know, utilitarian versus, you know, cosmetic. I mean, I wouldn't say it was like, I mean, there's people who pay money and get good guns and cool things like that. But to, it realistically, you could earn most of the attachments, all that stuff with the gun, just playing it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like people who paid were like all of a sudden magnificently better than people who didn't pay. Right. Because like the classic clans model, that's one of the problems is people can buy their way to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, yeah. that's bullshit. It, it, I wouldn't say it was a pay to win or anything like that, you know, but it was just, it was, um, it was, it, most of it, most of it was cosmetic stuff, you know, a vehicle skin or something like that. But the problem with that is the company EA specifically is so focused on what they're producing to like all this extra stuff that people pay for that don't even affect the gameplay itself, that the game itself starts to become crappy. You know, it's like they don't ever improve that because they're so focused on just making more money by doing, you know, this cosmetic stuff that really doesn't make it make an impact. What has been your experience with that? 
I mean, I've seen it here and there in a lot of games. It's, it's not surprising to me that people prioritize commercial interests over artistic interests. And mm-hmm. that happens everywhere. That happens in movies, TVs, books, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's kind of a cheap shot. It's a cheap yeah. shot to the fans. It's a cheap shot to the people who pay the bills. Um, we deserve good product. We deserve right. to get what our money's worth. Mm-hmm. And when they disrespect us by putting out garbage product, mm-hmm. even if it is viable cosmetic product, it's not germane to the gaming experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's robbery. Like yeah. that's you're not offering an authentic product that is useful to a person. Yeah. People who you can accessorize, you can make the game fun, you can augment it by adding all these other features, but the game itself is why people are there. Right. Yeah. So yeah. put together a badass game that people want to play. Right. Yeah. And charge them a reasonable price. I, I, I personally think the DLC thing is bullshit too. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I, if you I offer legitimate, if you offer legitimate yeah. DLC, the problem is I've seen. I don't. I'm not a huge gamer, but I'm, I'm sometimes I'll sit in front of the TV with my roommates playing. Yeah. yeah. And they'll just recycle content and change names and stuff. It's like yeah. they yeah. they took some Mad Gaps thing and they just changed a couple of words and then just recycled yeah. the product. Yeah. Change the skins on a few characters and they just they didn't You're actually right. code anything new. Right. It's just recycled garbage. Right. Yeah. That, so that people can get points and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give a real story. Give a real product. Right. Yeah, that. that's, that's the thing. Like, there's there's certain games that do it right. You know, okay, my game, as Brian and Lewis know, is Battlefield. I've oh yeah, Brian, yeah, yeah, he is that game, ridiculously dude. good at that. Yeah, even with love... the really bad magazines, <laughs> like like world class good. No, like yeah, well, he, yeah. He, he, yeah, he scored level yeah. good. Yeah, he could so, probably go pro. Yeah. I don't well, know why he did that. <laughs> that like, what are you okay. doing here with us? Exactly. <laughs> so, like, okay, back in, you know, gaming for me, you know, I loved it growing up. My, my dad was very, I'm not trying to get into all that, but I didn't play a whole lot of online. A lot of times I was playing single player games because my parents wanted to get me Xbox Live. I didn't have a job to pay for that, you know, and maybe one, I brought it, I bought a year membership for Xbox Live uh, my freshman year after Christmas because I had enough money to do it, 60 bucks. So I bought it and I was playing Battlefield 3 on the console at Xbox 360. I was pretty good at it, you know, I wasn't the best, but I was getting better. And then, when I got a job and I got an Xbox, I went and bought Battlefield One. Battlefield One was World War One, and when I jumped on that, I'm like, my God, I'm trash. Cause I was, I was bad. I might be running around all of a sudden, I'm shot. I'm like, where'd that guy come from? But I played that game religiously. I mean, I would, I wouldn't want to work at Del Taco. Went to Del Taco, I'd come home. I was, I was in school still. Uh, well, college, like. So you're, you're who Drake's talking about when he said Del Taco? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. So Always. I was looking at Del Taco, and, and, and I would, I would, yeah. Did he really? I was using that a lot, man. Yep. Oh, he, oh, he, he did it. Sorry. Called, I was yeah, wondering. Yeah, he, 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 he called me a Del Taco monkey. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Of I'm like, all right, whatever, man. You're gone now. <laughs> Cheers. I'm still here. So Cheers. Whatever. Fuck that guy. But, <laughs> but you know, so I about that for one, and I'm like, you know what? No, I enjoyed it though, because it's it's a very cinematic. Yeah, like when you're playing multiplayer, you feel like you're playing a story mode. You know, one time Brian and I were playing the most recent one, which is Battlefield Five, and we're like, dude, we're trying to get this point. It was a conquest, so you have different flags like A flag, B flag, C, D, E, F, G, however many are on the map, and you have to go. The whoever holds the majority of the flags for most of the game wins. You know, you have tickets, and whoever's holding the most flags loses. You can't lose your tickets first. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get this point, and there's an old abandoned church in the middle of this point. And Brian and I were playing, and we're trying to get to the same. There's a stupid sniper up in the tower, kept killing us. And so we're, at one point, we're like, we're not going to give up. We kept running over there. Now we have like half the freaking team with us. 
And this guy's picking off people as they're running up. And already it was cinematic. You know, I'm running and my teammate in front of me, boom, headshot, he's dead, you know. We're running and then we hear a plane coming up because you can fly a plane in that game. And boom, bombs the crap out of the old church. The whole thing explodes. The sniper's gone. We're good to go. And I'm like, bro, why do I feel like I'm watching a movie but I'm playing a video game? And that's why I love it, you know. And, uh, you know, you can be smart about me. Brian knows. Oh, I don't yeah. like getting in vehicles. Way different. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't play like most people, you know. Most people, they're like, oh, there's guys over there. Let's run directly at them. You know, yeah. you got 30 guys because there's 64 players. You got half the team, 15 guys right here, 15 guys over here, and it, it's a, it's a, um, it's just a battle of freaking what, what's that word? Um, uh, damn, I don't know, but they're just sitting there doing nothing. It's like a stalemate. They're just constantly shooting each battle other. Attrition? Yeah, there you go. And they're just constantly shooting each other. And nothing's happening. I'm like, you have this big old map, freaking flank around. Like, well, there's a beach right there. Nobody's at. So me, I don't, I don't, I won't participate in that there i go and i take a couple extra seconds i run around next thing i know i come around the corner from where the other enemy lines are and they all have their backs against me and i just kill them all and then next thing my team's coming up i'm like come on man and i'm not one to brag or be like oh i'm the best of the best but brian can attest brian can attest 99 percent of the time i'm on the top of the scoreboard i'm always up there you know and uh and brian's over there like Yes. yes, I got as many kills as deaths, you know, something like that. But but the point He'll is be like I, at 50, 50 kills, like yeah, seven deaths. I'll be yeah. at like fifteen ten. Yeah, so I'll you know, I, I just I love playing that because I, I I like doing things I'm good at, you know, and I'm good at that. And uh, you know, so that game, like that, Battlefield Five was a failure for a lot of reasons. It's good to play. It's fun to play now. I enjoy playing it. But who was the publisher for Battlefield? Uh, Dice. Dice. No, Dice is EA. Dice is yeah, I think it's EA. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For that one, they haven't completely demolished it yet, thank God. But they, you know, they, they did they did a horrible job of Battlefield 5. Battlefield 1, the DLCs were really good. They added stuff that was worthwhile, more done, different things. And I enjoyed it. Battlefield 5, a little bit of a letdown for most people. But now they're coming out with Battlefield 2042. They're doubling the player count. So instead of 64, it's 128. The maps are four times the size they used to be, and uh, you know the trailers, all that came out. And people are super hyped for it. I hope to God that EA does not completely demolish it and freaking ruin it with a bunch of crap. You know, it's like yeah, pay for this. It does not do anything to help the game though. You know, it just gives us new looking skin. But um, that's Battlefield's always been my game. So uh, yeah, I just you know, but EA scares me nowadays with all this freaking crap. So. Uh, I'm sure I'll be good at the game, but I hope it's a good game. You know what I mean? But so, going off of that segue, what game are you guys good at that you know you could probably beat anybody at this table? Well, you already know mine. <laughs> this has to be a video game. Oh, this has to be a video game. All right. Or it could be a, I'm assuming you want to say a sport. No, no, I'm just, I'm trying to think of a video game that I'm fairly confident at. Uh, I have to roll it back a little bit because oh, yeah, my, my first system was was yeah. SNES, and then my my probably my primary system that was like the bulk of my childhood was N64. And there was this game that was kind of little known because it was one of the first on the scene that was rated M, and for like graphic language and and gore and all sorts of stuff. Did mm-hmm. you guys play Conquer Sad Verde? I heard about it. Is? Yeah, I heard about it. Dude. That game was a blast. <laughs> they had all sorts of uh, multiplayer uh, events that were very different. Like they had one that represented D Day, 
And it was so stupid. I don't know if you know Conqueror is. He's one of the rare rare characters. So he's in the Donkey Kong universe. Yeah. Uh, but he's just like foul mouthed squirrel. Mm-hmm. So in the D Day sequence, you either you're either the uh, the squirrels. Mm-hmm. Oh, are, that's which right. Are the, which are I the Jewish people, mm-hmm. or you're the the teddy bears, which are the Nazis. Yeah. And so, so the Nazis, the Nazis are playing defense. They're up in these towers. You can either have a bazooka, a sniper rifle, or the machine gun. Yeah, and, and the Jews are just trying to escape the freedom. Sorry, not Jews. The squirrels. Squirrels. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Squirrels. Let's, let's not make this a political. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, this is a cartoon game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so there was that sequence, and you basically the squirrels had to escape by getting through this gauntlet of uh, different, you know, people shooting at them. So it was, it was fun either way you played it. Either you had to be, you know, navigating through this, getting shot by shot by a bazooka, or you got to sit there, sit up there with a sniper rifle. And there was this, uh, there was this one part in the middle of the the trenches where they the uh, squirrels could hop up and hit this little lever, mm-hmm. and it would blow up the the dens where the the teddy bears were. So you would know to like kind of snipe that spot because if they if they jump on that button, it right. blows you up. Yeah. And you could just you could just time it. You could see them just coming across the screen, come across the landscape, just like I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get yeah. it. Yeah. And you're just watching them through the sights. <laughs> and he just he thinks he's all free. You wait for him to be above the paddle, and then blow, yeah. blows. <laughs> <laughs> so I we know I, Brandon could probably beat us at that game. I think I, I could probably win that game. game. Yeah, I think I could probably win that game. Brian, what's your game? My game yeah. right now, I think, would be Halo still. Just because Halo, for some reason, the mechanics, I'm still fairly good Which with. Which Halo? Halo, damn. I think the current one, man. Halo, Halo 5? 5. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to take that one. <laughs> 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 oh. Now we're pretty. No, me and Brian are yeah. pretty close. All right. Yeah. yeah. Would, it, would that have been your answer had he not said it? Oh, no, definitely. Destiny 2 on it. Yeah, Destiny, Destiny 2. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and. That's the thing is. Oh no, but that's that's not my answer. Oh, All what's right. your answer? What's your answer? <laughs> Soul Calibur. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's right. I will fucking destroy. <laughs> oh dang! I no jokes. I will support you. I will be a cool Josh Clark, but I will fucking destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> I am so good at that game. Grew up. Uh, my group of friends were all fighting game fanatics. Soul Calibur, Street Fighter, any fighting game that came out, we were heavy into it. I didn't get into FPS until I joined the military. So I was strictly fighting games, and that was one of the games that I just copied. Go walk around the school, but I could just beat on the people. So that's yeah. But yeah. that game, two characters, Mitsurugi, Siegfried. Either one of those guys, I'm going to fucking It's funny because, you know, you got yours, you got, you know, uh, Granted, well, granted for one, Brandon, you know, you're not super like into it anymore, but you know, yeah. you can remember that. And the fact that you remember specific things about me about it yeah. tells me that that game had an impact on you. You remember that one, you yeah. know, you had fun yeah. with it. You know, Brian, you're Brian, you don't have a whole lot of time to play video games nowadays, nowadays no, you know. No, um, or me, I know life to Battlefield for like five months straight back when I was Battlefield <laughs> one, dude. Mm-hmm. When I, I got the there's a companion app and it would tell you all your stats. I was top point zero one percent. Told you, players. Top point zero one percent of players out of scores per minute. Out of out of ten out million, of ten like millions. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so you know, I was really good at that, and, and I'm competitive. I like, me, but at the same time, if I'm bad at something, I'll admit it. I guarantee you, if I play a fighting game, lose, I'm gonna lose. I'm just gonna lose. 
But you know, that's like you know, you got Call of Duty. Yeah. And no, aside from Warzone, if you're just playing a normal multiplayer match, Call of Duty. Yeah. There's no such thing as I'm gonna swing these dudes. I'm gonna use my. Oh thing. no, that's it's, my point. I'm not saying it doesn't take skill. You have to react like it's that. Reactive. That's what I like about it. Let me ask, let me ask you guys a question because uh, one of the things that drives me crazy about video games is how disconnected they are from reality. Like things like quick scoping and things that don't oh, exist yeah, in reality. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I like games that mimic mechanics. Now, this is a thing that you have to balance well because right. realism can be too much for a video yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. But people capitalize on respawning and the ability that they know I'm going to respawn in five seconds. They, dying doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Like, ultimately, if it just becomes a KD, like I'm, I'm just, well, I'm just doing my ratio. Right. You like, got to think, okay, you got Battlefield. Where, you know, yeah, KD is a big part of, you know, what's your KD, you know, how many kills, how many people are you managing to take, so Battlefield 5 right now, I didn't play that as much as I played Battlefield 1, I was on it for a while, took a couple, I got it last October, and, uh, you know, so in total, I have, I think last time I checked, it was a couple days ago, I have 12,400 kills, and I have 4,200 deaths, so, so I was, I think my KD is actually 2.84, it's almost 3, it's almost 3, so, um, uh, you know, that's that's what it is. But there's there's games out there that are you know Battlefield is very cinematic, very cool, very like visually appealing. You're looking at it and you're just you're running through with a freaking bomb that goes off. You know, all of a sudden there's a tank approaching you. You know, it's just like damn, I am in a movie. Like you are in the video. You guys you guys saw that trailer they dropped a couple weeks ago, right? Where the dude like pops out of the jet and then drops. That's Battlefield Twenty. The yeah. reason the reason they did that. It was the only reason they did that because Battlefield fans know about this guy. He's the first one who ever did it in a multiplayer match. People do it all the time now. But this guy, there's, there's dog fights. Yeah. But in Battlefield 4, this guy was in a jet. He was getting chased. He purposefully stalled his plane going straight up, jumped out of the plane. He went launching upwards, got out of his bazooka. This happened in so the So this game. happened? Yes. Yeah. Shot the guy, shot the jet. And then landed back in his plane. It actually happened. I mean, it was gratuitous as hell, but yeah. it, had, it had definite, like, Fast yeah. and Furious vibes. Exactly, but, exactly. But it was fun. So, and the it whole, was fun, exactly. dude. I'll give it to him. It's yeah. fun. Exactly. And so people see that, like, oh, that's totally unrealistic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but what they're trying to appeal to right there is the hardcore Battlefield thing. Yeah. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, some people look at it like, come on. Like, no, they're, they're you know, trying to appeal to their fan base, you know? There's another one where they had a uh, jeep on top of a freaking skyscraper, and they fly it off the skyscraper into a helicopter and blow up C4 that was on the jeep. That's also something people do in the game, and it's it's rare to rarer to see nowadays. Like you know, it's cool to do, but most people aren't out there trying to do that. Um, if they were, it'd be really annoying. But um, they got different games though, like you know, Escape from Tark, like PC games, Escape from Tarkov. Um, uh, Arma, things like that, that are far, far, far more realistic. Like, oh, you're shot, you're dead. Like, you know, yeah, where do you get shot? You get shot in the arm, you're gonna have to heal yourself, patch yourself up. Well, what? To use an analogy, like, do you guys ever go paintball? I've been, uh, it's been a while, but I've been yeah. a while. But... So, but one of the things I like about paintball is paintball keeps you honest. Because if you step out from behind that corner and you're not prepared, yep. it hurts. Exactly. Like, there's pain involved. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in a video game, if you're so disconnected from the, the, the consequence of your actions, you can be reckless. You can yeah. be a badass. Exactly. Like, it's so unreal. And it depends on what, so, exact. so, if you have somebody like you who is super in a game, you know, and they're like, oh, Battlefield, yeah, okay, it looks cool, but I want something real. Yeah. That's exactly the games I was just talking about. Yeah. You know, Escape from Tarkov, Armor 3, you're in this game, and you're going through, it's not action-packed, there's not freaking jets flying around, you're not taking a hundred shots to the face without dying. You're walking around, like, and your choices matter. Yeah. You know, because I don't have a PC yet, I want one. But 
I've seen the gameplay and I'm like, it appeals to me because yeah, although I do like the alpha, I also like the thrill of like, my decisions matter. Do I really want to peek this door? I think there's somebody right there, you know, or your, your squad based gameplay, you know, where it's like, you get a headshot, you're dead. If you get shot in the hand, you know, now you can't use your gun, you know, you're done. You know, it, your choices are far more important in those games because, you know, it's like in Battlefield, I'll freaking, you know, I'll go ham. I'll just turn around this corner and i'm i'm so careful in battlefield because i don't want to die every single time i spawn but in a game like that you really have to think like you know there's times in battlefield where i'll take a risk like okay i don't know what's right around this corner and i'm just gonna bum rush and hope they're not looking at me and most of the time i can outgun them or you know but if somebody's around that corner in a game like those realistic ones on pc like escape from tarkov i'm dead because guess what they're not probably not gonna miss or they're gonna hit my hand or my arm or my leg and your character will legitimately react in the game to how wherever you got shot, wherever that person managed to hit you. Mm-hmm. So there's tons and tons and tons of different kinds of like realisms and sims I, and all that stuff. I personally don't like the realistic games because one, I've been trained to shoot like combat fighting, like combat shooting. It's not as fun as they make it out to be. One. And two, a lot of the tactics don't carry over to video games because of the tactics that you guys have made. Yeah. Like the whole bravery, not really like caring about the consequences of just dying over and over. Yeah, it's being a badass. It doesn't carry over. Yeah. So if I, like there's, there's this concept called pying and, and, and shooting where you don't necessarily shoot. Like say for instance, if I'm going down a hallway and I see that there's a doorway to the right. Instead of me aiming and just turning the corner and looking into the room, I'm aiming slightly closer to the to the corner of that door frame. Mm-hmm. And as I turn the corner, if I see a person, I shoot there. That carries over to a certain extent in video games, but depending on what game you're playing, the characters move faster than that. So yeah. as you're pying, they'll shoot right by you. And then you have to over-adjust and you overcompensate, and then you're going to get shot in the process. You know, Or you, you got some like ridiculous badass who like, chucks a grenade at the wall and bounces off and kills you and just shoots you like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the military tactics that exist don't work in video games environments. See, I, I agree with you in principle. What I'm wondering is if, if there's a future where they can kind of marry the two. What I, I mean, think the next VR. I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping that the advent of the future is that not, not even just you know shooting and FPS style stuff, but just any skill set you want mm-hmm. to acquire. Right. You can you can actually practically develop these skills in a virtual environment. Right. Where you can you can learn useful things and actually be better off for it. Right. Like learn to play a piano inside a VR headset. Learn how to actually tactically move inside of a FPS game, right? Know, playing VR, right. like why not? If you could marry the two in a way that would be engaging and fun, yeah, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be ideal? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you kind of wanna you kind of wanna, but the, the VR is supposed to be an escape. That's reality. that's exactly what I'm like. It's okay. supposed to be an escape. It's so to yeah, you have to have a, a, a fine balance between realism and non-realism. Yeah. Because then you also don't want to have some crazy person who's been playing this video game and train himself to shoot up a, a school. Sure. And now you yeah, take out the whole cops and everything because sure. you've been playing this game. Yeah. <laughs> and, and ultimately... Yeah, turn everybody into a soldier. Yeah. A proficient soldier. Right, yeah. Not a dumbass. The guy who knows how to, yeah. how to pie corners and push a building and, and effectively throw a grenade and all that. You don't want that. But it's also... You Do you know, think that's intentional? What do you mean? Do you think that they don't want video games to produce uh, legitimate skills? Yeah. Yeah. I I will wholeheartedly. So they created like an arcade, like like playing NFL. We were talking about NFL Blitz earlier. Me and Brian. That game was uh, ridiculous. By the way. I love that game as a kid. <laughs> but there's nothing about that that's gonna make you better football. Not at all. Yeah, no. Not at all. 
that doesn't teach you anything about football. Not at like, all. Madden, you could argue, at least you learned some strategy. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be able to run faster. Yeah. yeah. Your 40-yard 40 40 dash isn't going to get better. Right. So you might understand a few strategies. Right. Blitz is just bullshit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> the thing about video, coming from somebody who had a father who, I, my dad legitimately, I mean, he would never make me feel, he would kind of make me feel bad about it, but he never, like, was like, oh, pathetic video. But I know that fool cannot stand video games. He legitimately hate, hated that I like video games. the same way. And he hated it. I mm-hmm. mean, to the point where, like, I can clean playing computer games during my weekend. I'd have all my homework done. I had a good GPA. I had good grades. Like, really good grades. And 